geekversus.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris, rejoined by a friend and co-host, Sean. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Who messed with my headphones? Well, you know, <laughs> Penny. How do they, how do they, how does my head, we come into microphones being crooked sometimes. We don't know why. My headphones. I think fit. that's gravity. My headphones are just loose. Do they not fit? Is that what you're saying? Did my head shrink? <laughs> Doubtful. Your hair is thicker. <laughs> Indeed. And more voluptuous, I might add. You look good today, too, John. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. about to say, that second voice you hear is my other co-host <laughs> and sometimes friend, John. Nope. He sometimes like, roommate. He doesn't like sometimes, when you say sometimes friend. It hurts Sometimes him. just Richard touchers. But only the tip. <laughs> only the tip. They'll never know. Let's but turn just, out the lights and play. <laughs> turn down the bed. Turn them off! <laughs> turn down the John, voices. I'm just waiting for my turn. <laughs> what hey, John. Hey, <laughs> hey! It's your turn. I I don't I. That was an amazing intro. Intro. You'll never beat that, right? Nor would I want to. Uh, Let's just leave it as is. Perfection. They'll never know what we beat before, though. Unsullied. What? 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 Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's Monday. <laughs> it it is. It's a Monday after a holiday, which is. It, it, it was killer for me today because I was off all last week. So I had to go from getting up at, you know, I, I had adjusted to that point where I was getting up at about 9 a.m. to then all of a sudden, hey, 6 a.m. sharp. Let's do this. Why do you wake up at 6? So I can get to work at 7. So we could leave at 4. Do you leave at 4? Yeah. <laughs> See, it was a lot easier when I was uh, telework like you because I just woke up at like 6.58 and, <laughs> and started working. Yeah. Five. I forgot you did actually work 7 to 4 then too. Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I got do know who you it. are. <laughs> I got used to it. Um, and I like it actually. I, um, my grandfather used to be like that. He would, he would go in insanely early, my dad told me, uh, to get off early so he could hang out with his kids after, after he got off work every day and they got out of school. So like I'm kind of like that same way. I like getting off early and it's like, Hey, I got the rest of my afternoon to just kind of chill, do what I want until eight o'clock. And when you have to go to bed to be up by six, 11, <laughs> do you hang out with your kids after work? <laughs> Me and Penny everywhere. <laughs> we just go everywhere. And my godchild, my godchild was born while I was away. John, that was a Richard type question. Just want to give you an alert. <laughs> Richard yeah. meter. You knew, moving. you knew the answer to that question, Jonathan. It was mean. It was mean. He just said I was his sometimes friend. <laughs> that wasn't mean. That was a good counterpoint by John Chris. I also stipulate sometimes he's my friend, sometimes he's my roommate, sometimes he's my Richard Toucher. Wait, what? He brought it up again. They're, <laughs> they're just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> there are now concerns. I would like to add that all of those times, uh-huh. I am your friend. Oh, okay. Especially the Richard touching. Oh, I thought we were something a little bit more at that point. No. Okay. Completely casual. Okay. Yeah, he still uses his hands. That's why he goes home. That's why he goes home and doesn't call. Just see, he does that, and it feels so good. We'll <sighs> never know what that was. Oh, some of them probably will. <laughs> the it's art like, of Richard. Some of them know exactly what's going on right now. I like how we just walk this line of family-friendly podcast. So, guys, how yeah. was y'all Saturday? 
I was waiting on that. We didn't, you know, it was a lot better than Tennessee Sunday. That's the way I'm looking at it at this point. Uh, for <laughs> Look, we talk about Alabama football. They lost to Auburn, John. Auburn was the better team. Yeah. I'll counter with, are you ready to play them again? Cause I'm now sorry. Hold on a second. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Did no, I say, no, how no, was no, your Saturday? No, no. A-holes? You troll? No. That question no. was, it was baited and loaded to go straight to that game. nowhere near it. It was a you're professional. Full of, you're full of you know what, no, no, sir. No, no, no. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. John John is a, I, was ta- I was referencing the game, yes. See? Indeed. Professional trolling. But I was not going... <laughs> like you guys did two weeks ago when it came to the Auburn Georgia game. I didn't. Yeah. I just no no no. Play there, the tape back. There's audio. Just we play, don't have play tapes. The tape back. There's audio. Play the CD back. <laughs> <laughs> don't have that up, John. But you can go to a weekly games chat as uh, a Libsyn page if you want to listen to that episode, and you can be the judge for yourself. But um, I was I I told a number of people. Yeah. I'm like I don't know, guys. If I were Alabama, I'd be sweating Auburn. Not one person said, yeah, you might have a point. We you didn't were sweating. Me. You didn't ask yeah. me. Jeff, Everybody's me. pretending. Everybody has said no, no, that. No. Everybody's Chris, pretending like I didn't yeah. ask them. A test. Trust me. I, I thought we'd, when I say we, Alabama would lose to Mississippi State following the LSU game. A physical game, heated rivalry, people were injured, and then you go on the road to Mississippi State. That concerned me. What almost happened? The team almost lost had it not been for some I mean, late- to, I know you see, don't, ladies and gentlemen, this I, is what happens this. when an Alabama fan this loses. Is compl- I'm going to cuss. They, they, I'm uh, on the verge of cussing. They get real chatty. No, 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 no. And blubbery. He's and they trolling so hard. He's and so much trolling. Pedal. Anybody who knows me. Yeah. Now I'm going directly I, to me. I, I, I guess screw, I don't. I don't screw really, the individual. I don't you. know you. I guess I don't talk. I, I leave it to Same the 18 here. to 22 year olds. I have no control over what they do. I like the team. If they win, I'm happy. If they lose, I'm not. You won't find me on Facebook, on Twitter. Yeah. You'll find me on a podcast joking to another uh, part-time Georgia fan. If you, well, ladies if and gentlemen, you I also my, like to point uh, out how casual I'm trying to keep it and how intense and how See, I just got to defend himself. It's because no, no. he's a troll. You know, heavy, right now, his tone of voice is his, getting, his voice it's getting, is getting it's heavy, too. It's getting Anyways. faster paced. It's getting deeper. Because I'm excited. No, I'm excited. passionate. No, Anyways, what passionate. I would say is this. I, yeah, after I watched Auburn pretty much the whole year. And I have to say, like when I watched them earlier this year, I was like, they need to figure some stuff out. And then by the time I watched them play Georgia, I said, they've got a real defensive <laughs> they fi- line. They figured it out. And Their yeah, quarterback. I was like, they've got, I, I told somebody lunch today, Alabama started out high. Yeah. And they've kind of gone down just a little where Auburn started off, maybe a little low after the Clemson game. And especially after that LSU but game, but then they, they started playing at the right time. I mean, like really good leading up to it. Yeah. Um, I know listeners don't have access to my personal Facebook, but I I don't think I posted one thing about going into that game. No. And then the only thing I posted afterwards was grats to Auburn fans. It was so much like Mike was looking, Mike D, friend of the show, Ryan Leaf of the podcast, uh, <laughs> was trying to find something to dig at. And I think way back before they you think played. To you, I don't think he was overall. Oh, yeah. He he posted directly to me and Kid. Oh, okay. um, and uh, he, he had to, hold on, he had to dig this far back to before they played Auburn. Right. I said the problem right now that Auburn doesn't or I'm sorry, before Auburn played Georgia, I said the problem right now is that they don't have a significant win yet. And then I said, but if they win this, they'll have one. Those were my lines. So he every time he's won, he has to message me and be like, is this a significant win? I'm like, dude. Come on, man. Just just let it go. Yeah. Y'all were the better team today. You fed a month. When you say something. He takes one little thing I'll ever say and he'll (laughs) twist it to a way that I never meant. You can't say something like signature win to him without him. 
it's it, that. it's like you have to be realistic he's to what the, is he's the king of that i mean like john but i know we, you don't on. follow you don't follow college football the way we do but every commentator i was following this last week was saying the same thing they said alabama looks susceptible they have tons of injuries and sure enough they had they look susceptible and those tons of injuries obviously played a part along with i have to say for me personally as an alabama fan uncharacteristically we turned the ball over and fumbled it in ways that i have not seen in one game combined in a long in a time, long time. Yeah. and when you do that on the road you're gonna lose yeah i just we deserve want, to i lose. just like the audience once again to take note that this all started oh from a god how was your saturday because he's a troll you, you're you congratulations you passed the troll test today yeah it didn't you they know you they know you are king richard and they know you were king trolling us this in and it worked yes but we do talk about football so but you got we, us fired up but, but it's funny that we when we say i didn't say something we're basing that whether we posted something on social freaking media or not and that's a little bit like i mean have you heard me did any you point no, no, like even on a personal level john you can ask i'll let you do it i won't influence anybody if 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 i'm known as a uh, crap why, talker why, or why, uh, no, no one's saying you talked crap. Well, that's, that's, was that Simply the saying amplific- that I'm not sweating Auburn is not talking crap. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Yeah, talking crap is Auburn's going down like China. Yeah, I don't do that. Auburn's going to get killed. That's my point. Yeah. So what are we talking about here? I don't know. You tell us. You started it, and yeah. you took it to a level. I don't know. I'm confused by this. Hang a stake in front of a lion. Let's see what happens. <laughs> All I was doing was holding the stake for the line. I don't I'm know why saying, my arm's happened? gone. How was your Saturday? Why I, don't you say so? <laughs> I think so you guys, just admitted it. You could have just came out and said something <laughs> like, man, guys, sorry about that Auburn game. And I would have been fine with that. Like me and Gary, a guy we work with, he's a huge Auburn fan. Like this morning we looked at each other and okay, I was like, man, guys, that was a pain. Guys, really listen, close listen, to saying all barn listen, though. Guys, all burn. Right? This is all my barn. point. This is my point. You guys got really cheeky with me two weeks ago when it came to that Georgia game. So really? I get a little cheeky with you, I'll and you guys back. go level seven. I'll say this. I'll go back, and I'll listen to it. Come on. And if I, if I find and that And did way, I get upset? Not really. Yeah. You're also not a huge college football fan. Yeah. That's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. <laughs> go to, like, all the Georgia fans. Do you, like, do you own a Georgia shirt? No. You need to get one. Why? Tight, Even my I'm dad not a has Georgia a Georgia fan, fan, so I shouldn't get one. Oh, there you go. Find the school. Support it. I do have to take issue with Aiden because Aiden claims to be an Alabama fan, and I saw him in a Georgia shirt. When, and he, I was when like, Alabama's not playing, he pulls for Georgia. That's fine, but you can only want, like, rep one team in public. He's at the age. Here's the deal. with. There's a certain age that you get to that the line is more, like, drawn permanently, and he's not there yet. He needs to commit. He's yeah. at that age. It happens. He's. I am coming over to revoke his Alabama <laughs> fan status if he doesn't pick us. See, I ladies wanna, and gentlemen, once again, I, I, wanna, I allegedly attacked their team, and they start attacking my son. We did. Oh my I God. just saw that. I saw <laughs> that here. Look, I, speaking of cards, uh-huh. I'll just say this here because I know he's listening. Uh-huh. You and Jeff almost had your cards taken away Saturday. Ooh, for uh, for the fact that I was. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I was not. I did not feel good about that game for well, the most of it. I, I won't put on put out there the things you guys were saying, and he knows what he said, and you know what you said, uh-huh. or maybe y'all don't. I don't know because y'all did have beer and fancy glasses when I got there. There was a lot of beer. <laughs> what the heck was going on <laughs> at halftime? Look, I drove over to their house. The way the the Iron Bowl starts, John, is that you start off with a beer. And if it goes badly, it's kind of like the election night. You just keep, keep, you just have to get it out of your mind. I found out that last, um, or after the 
what was it, the kick six or the Clemson game, Jeff? <laughs> we got hammered off vodka in the I remember shed. that, yeah. <laughs> um, well, well I mean, we watched that game together, and as soon as it ended, uh-huh. me, me and Sean, we just walked out of Jeff's house without even saving We didn't say word. bye. We just got in our cars and left. We all understood. We were like, this is over. But, and John. I had my uh, my friend's bachelor party was the uh, the kick six. And unfortunately for him, even though he's a Georgia fan, didn't care. Uh, the majority of his friends are Alabama fans. So as soon as that happened, it just killed the whole party yeah, within 20 bonus. minutes. But what did happen Saturday is that the floodgates were open to possibilities for the college football playoffs, and there's a lot of teams involved, which that's going to be fun to watch it play out either way. Yeah, I'm conflicted as an Alabama fan versus a uh, sports See, this fan. is the kind of things he says. Yeah, I'm very conflicted because I believe in, in sports and championships mattering. So I'm conflicted in – if certain teams win, should we get in because of our record and in the way we look, or should those teams get in because they won their championship? So I don't know. We'll we'll see what I'm happens. I'm not opening that can right now. If if we get in, I'll support our team full heartedly. Clear eyes, full hearts. I, I don't know if you will. Oh, I will. I, I don't know. I will. And I don't like that. I don't know. Okay. It bothers me that I don't know that you will. All right. See, guys, they're turning on each other. <laughs> I will say the matchup I'm hoping if we don't make it is that we play Miami in, like, Atlanta. Because I could probably go to that, and that would just be really cool. I think Miami, will, Miami would play uh, in the Orange Bowl probably if Alabama played them. That's probably true. So, But we're bigger. But Miami still has to play Clemson. Yeah. I figured, well, if I'm just going if likelihood happens. I, I think more than likely Clemson wins. But... That's why they play the games. That's true. You play to win the game. Right. <laughs> Anyways. You did good, John. Yeah. What did I do? You know. You got us into a 13-minute discussion on college So football. close to cussing for the it first was, time it was, ever. It was one of my best trolls. Yeah. See? He admits it. <laughs> uh, speaking of trolls, are we ready to get to this topic? That uh, said, George is going to get skunked next week, too. So. Ooh. <laughs> I, a lot, I would, of, people, a lot of people just, don't think that. They just don't have the defense. The only thing that I could see help them is if Carrion uh, isn't healthy. He's going to play. I think he will too. But He's he still can't. in the medical tent getting shots. I know, He's right? definitely going to play. He's there. Just, just <laughs> Cam's like, do you need anything? I can get you more shots. <laughs> You'll be fine. Get out there, kid. <laughs> Donald Trump is scratching his wall plan. He's just going to call the Auburn defense. Oh, because they're like a wall, a defensive wall. I got what he said, John. Yeah, that's why he, that was what he's going with. Yeah, 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 got it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be huge. Huge. <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> All right, let's get to this topic. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is... <clears throat> Loot boxes. No, wait. Starfront. <laughs> it will definitely be talked about yeah. for sure. Star Wars Battlefront 2. The loot box. The loot box. Um, <laughs> Guys, I got to tell you something real quick. It's it, it, it relates. Okay. My wife. Your wife. Your wife. Watched The Force Awakens with me <gasps> on Saturday. Did she come back and say, this kind of feels like that fourth one? Are you talking about the Iron Bowl again? No. Okay. What? <laughs> and she, the reason she watched it is because she's taking me on the 15th to see uh, Star Wars in Atlanta. Oh. The Last Jedi. Apparently. You did not opt for the $40 ticket one, right? That is going on around He doesn't here. know yet. I might still do it. Uh, you know, whatever. If you want to go to the 930, I'm down. Is this happening right now? 
Well, anyway, I would invite you too, but the last time is, I invited you to IMAX, you, were, is, you uh, seem the anti IMAX. So, anti, anti. <laughs> it's like when you get anti, yeah. amped up, but you're still anti it. So, kind of like how we just anti John's story, right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, John. My so, bad, John. You know how she has voiced her criticism of the Star Wars fiction. Yeah, that's why I hate her, but um, I also love her. She actually, while admitting that it's like, and it, watching it a year or two later, mm-hmm. it's embarrassingly similar to episode oh, four. Oh, it is. Disney should be a freaking shame to themselves. <laughs> anyway, she liked it. Dude. She liked it. Get my blade. Back, I'm just like, imagine you're like, yeah, we're really ashamed, and they're just counting their money. <laughs> Hence Battlefront 2. Yep. <laughs> uh, but no, she really liked it. And this is like the first one I think she, she's ever said, that was pretty good. Probably had to deal with the uh, She probably female. liked the, well, no, no, come on. You don't think it had to do with the female no. lady? No, Sometimes, she's not. Yeah. No, that's what you told us before. <laughs> Have fun with that one. <laughs> Hope you're listening, John's wife. <laughs> See, that was a Richard thing I just did. I'm the troll. Okay, <laughs> you activated the trollness, <laughs> and he's bringing it out. But it was encouraging. Um, so I think, it, I think it had to do with the modern humor. Possibly. That, yeah, that helps. The 26, 2015 humor. I she likes Lost, too. The character she? dynamic. What? Right. We gotta she likes go Lost, back. right? We she, gotta go back. It's fine. She yeah. likes Lost. So she liked all the Twitter JJ references Abrams. in Star Wars and everything? Hmm? She liked all the Twitter references in Star Wars? <laughs> hashtag Instagram. Hashtag <laughs> Snapchat. Don't worry no. about it. No. When you listen to the replay, you'll get that joke. Hopefully. Funny. I Hopefully. I don't know that I will. <laughs> so I don't listen to the replay. What are you talking about? So gonna, before gonna we start, <laughs> before we start, we should probably bring the news in. Um, we had news before in our last episode. Of course, we were we were off last week. And then as um, John and I went to go see Justice League and as we got out. Yeah. You know, it was in IMAX once again. Um <laughs> But anyways, uh, as John and I were waiting through the credits, John leans over and he uh, puts up that there was another update as far as the wonderful loop box uh, controversy, also known as a controversy. Thank you. Um, oh, you remembered that moment. Right. I we must remember. be friends. Right. On that day. Not that day we were friends. Or Richard Fetchers. Or maybe, maybe yeah, Richard Dutchers. You ate my popcorn and everything. Ooh. Well, I was trying to help you get to the Richard that was at the bottom of the bucket, but, um, the butter, <laughs> that's what you want to call it. <laughs> um, oh, popcorn seasoning, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the update was that basically hours before the game was supposed to go live, um, for, for everyone, I think like the super hyper something edition had been out at that point, but the regular wasn't out yet. Uh, EA turncoat and said, Hey, we're pulling loot boxes from the game at this moment for not forever, but for a time of evaluation. Um, and then not too long afterwards, it came out that basically what sparked this was, um, what's his face? The president of Disney, Bob Iger. Is that his name? It's something like that. Uh, basically called, uh, Patrick Sunderland and said, Hey, you need to resolve this thing because we're about to launch a movie and we ain't going to be having these kinds Any of negative, kind of negative thing yeah. around it. Yeah. We're not about to go into our prime marketing. I thought that was speculation from everything I keep reading. John, it keeps coming up. What's our number one source of material that we report on? Whatever I tell you and speculation. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> speculation. It's a new fact. <laughs> um, it was on the internet, John. It has yeah, to be true. It has to be true. Uh, so, you know, 
it's definitely been a emotional thing. I even think here uh, we kind of have another story for this week that John threw into the news as far as legislation against potentially coming against uh, folks like EA and other companies for doing the whole entire loot box thing because they're arguing it's kind of like gambling for kids, which I can kind of see their point a little bit. I see it, but I don't think it'll stick, but that's later. Yeah. The the thing that's going to get him is if there's ever a kid who gets like their dad's credit card and because of all the shiny colors, um, he just goes and spends $2,000 yeah. on loot boxes. Well, there are other <laughs> games that have versions of loot boxes yes. and there are kids, AKA my brother five years ago who got a card and spent a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I know his, his son, <laughs> yeah. like one day, like Jeff has an um, amazing story. Yeah. Um, like his iPad, he just goes and looks and he's all of a sudden got like a $200 credit charge or something like and that I, I from think, iTunes. I think even after that, he did it again. Yeah. From Holden. Yes. Sorry, I shouldn't have said his name. That's yeah, just name. throw him under that bus. <laughs> I'll bleep it out if no, I can. No, it's all good. Yeah. Calm uh, down. Quit making a spectacle. But anyways, uh, yeah. So this has created a huge shroud of controversy pretty much surrounding this game that it's really hard to avoid it at this point. Well, that point is, is absolutely excellent because even though there, it's not there now. Yeah. It's it's not an indefinite. I mean, it's an it's not a definite forever gone thing. Because even when you click on it, like let's say you go to your loot boxes for your daily login or to transfer your credits to loot boxes. Yeah. Um. You go. There's an option to go buy crystals, and you're like, oh, let's go to the store and buy. And it, a message comes up, and it just says not available now. Yeah. But um, coming. Or but, whatever. But possibly later. And so you're like, so even while you're playing it. Well, I mean, even now that they're gone, <laughs> now that they're gone, it's very clear to me how much the system was designed. Yeah, with this it was heavily designed. Like it's it, like people want to say, as, as far as I'm concerned with this game, um, the campaign, it, it is what it is. I think it's it's OK. It's nothing that blew me away. It's very short. It's the, it's a fine introduction to the game's mechanics. They, basically. they need the campaign needed to be put in because it was missing from the last one. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and it feels kind of like that. Yeah, I think it could have been more fleshed out, yeah. but it's not the big issue. The big issue is that basically, there. I think this is the worst scenario of an economy built around a game and a progression system yes. built around a game since probably Diablo three when it originally launched with the live auction house. For those who don't know, Diablo three had an auction <laughs> house where mess. basically you could go put out <laughs> items for actual money and people could go buy them. And so basically, you know, everyone, instead of grinding to get the best loot, they would just go spend 50 bucks and get themselves the best weapons, the best armor and everything and completely broke the game. Blizzard had to pull everything and then they introduced 2.0 and everyone afterwards. It's actually funny. Like no one remembers that. Yeah. There are people playing Diablo three now going, what? Yeah. What is this? He speaks of, you know? Yeah. It's, it it completely (laughs) saved the game. I think uh, along with that Reaper of souls expansion. Well, I mean, I really hope, uh, like I said, when you play this game, that the looming doubt of if these things ever come back, it's going to ruin the game. Yeah, it really, it's just, it's so skewed. Yes. That is absolutely going to. It's ruining uh, the game now just because it takes forever to get any form of yeah. progression. Yeah. Like, you know, the thing with Call of Duty, like what makes Call of Duty work so well is that when I come in, I constantly feel like I'm being rewarded as I play and invest my time. And if I find the gun I like, like if I like an M16 or an AK, the moment I start using that game and gun in, or I'm sorry, yeah, that gun yeah. and repetitively using it and getting results with it, 
I get more rewards for it. I get better scopes. I get better equipment to add to it. You know, so I feel like, you know, if I, if I invest a weekend with that gun, I'll probably have everything I want with it. And then I can just focus on everything. And the more I progress up the system, the more bear grenades and everything else I get. And it can take you about what, probably about two weeks to, for most people, they play regularly to to prestige. And on top of that, the loot boxes you get, the supply drops you get in call of duty. Yeah. You earn them through playing. They drop and they and they do it. They have a very fine balance on how they do it because it's just cosmetics. It's a lot right? of cosmetic stuff, yeah. and that works in an unbelievable way. Because, like you sure. said, you're putting in the grind. You're getting that scope on your gun, that new grip on your gun, um, but you don't feel cheated. Somebody can't come in and buy that scope and that and that grip, yeah. and just fly past you just because they got money. But, um, because so that because they do it well, mm-hmm. it's a glaring problem yes. in Battlefront too. Yeah, because here with Battlefront. Leveling up as far as in the game and the multiplayer doesn't really mean anything except being able to upgrade your star cards, which you can only get through, uh, through crates and then also using crafting parts you get from those crates, which is the only place you can get those mm-hmm. to unlock select cards, base versions of cards that you want to then upgrade. So you're talking about no matter how much you play, it's 4,000 credits for a trooper crate yeah. and it takes you like right now, no matter how well you do, it's been shown uh, when you're playing Galactic Assault about the max you're going to earn if you're the top player is about 330 to 350 credits. And if you're the worst player, you get about 300 credits. So there's like no difference as far as what your skill is, as far as what you get for credits. So it takes you about three hours to get one crate. Yeah, it, it takes a while. Uh, it's absolutely you, you, and I, and you played probably the Galactic Starfighter. I was oh, I love that. The, um, that was the best part. It, that is, a, and that's an addition that mm-hmm. was missing on the last game. So that is something positive about the game. Yeah, it is fun, but unfortunately, the credit trade back you get from putting in the time just isn't worth it. And I've done nothing but mainly play the Galactic Assault. Yeah, I played it. I've played a good bit. I, no, no, the War one. What's it called? Um, you have to get your. It's not a Galactic Assault. It's uh. Are you talking about the one that's like in the arcade? No, the they have an arcade, but yeah. it's the one where you have to like get the different points depending on what. Oh, kind of like their domination one. No, mm-hmm. I think it's called Galactic Assault. Yeah, that's it. The big like forty player one, right? Like yeah. where it's twenty on twenty. Yeah, the yeah. main multiplayer shooter one. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't played the Starfighter one yet, but I've heard that that is a shining star in this whole mess. The Starfighter one. Um, so they had Star Battles limited in the first one, mm-hmm. but they didn't really handle that. They well. weren't good. I no. do remember that. Yeah. Um, this time they brought in Criterion, who of course does the Need for Speed franchise. Um, and I mean they feel great. It's awesome. Uh, it works really well because one, you have a mixture of live people and then also bots. So you can be shooting just a random TIE fighter. And then next thing you know, you're actually into a dog p- fight with a real person. And it feels like you really need to strategize is how you're m- maneuvering to outthink uh, who your person is. There's three different types of ships. They each have their own pluses and minuses. You have bombers. So like for the objectives, those are the primary dudes usually because they can go in and do a lot of damage on the objective really quickly to then having tie fighters, which or slash X wings, which are kind of just like the middle ground ship. You know, they have good speed and, and movement uh, and decent powered weapons to then the interceptor class, which is very fast movement, but light weapons. So, you know, each one has a plus and a minus to it. Uh, and depending on how your team uses them, it really 
can be effective. Like, you know, you can tell the difference when you are an interceptor battling a uh, bomber versus say, you know, two tie fighters going or a tie fighter and X wing going at it. Like there's, there's trade-offs to both. And the person who's behind them really has to think about how they're using that, um, that ship to their advantages. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I was going to, I was letting you finish up with it. Yeah. I've heard that that mode probably is a lot of people's favorites. And I've also heard that the, uh, mm. what's it's called like heroes or heroes villains. Yeah. Or, I haven't played that really I haven't either, but everybody seems, and I, it's funny cause I like the big war base scaled one, mm. but a lot of people say if I play one of the other two, I'll like it. I'm just not a big flying. I didn't, I think I didn't like the flying in the first game, but it was partly because I just don't like flying video games in general. I honestly think people like the heroes one because um, you actually get to be the hero. Yeah. Like the, the problem here with the heroes in the main one is that it really is a kill streak in a way, or, or really are there a combination between that and objective it's, accomplishments? It, you, you really get a lot of points in the galactic galactic assault mm. by doing your objective based um, things, stuff, and, yeah. stuff that was ever in there. And as you're playing and you're dying and respawning, you do get a chance to unlock different people or a ship. Yeah, or, it's kind of like it's kind of like a MOBA in the sense like yeah. you spend to unlock this thing during the match. Yeah, yeah. And yes. it, 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 I'll tell you this: the first time I did see, I believe it was a uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> you hear him in your headset, and yeah. you know that the the other side has a Kylo Ren now, and then you <laughs> see him coming at you. Mm. It's absolutely epic. I mean, oh, the, I was <laughs> I was in a Tie Fighter the other day, and I'm sitting there working on this guy, and all of a sudden, here comes the Millennium Falcon just flying by me, and you're like, and well, I'm like, here I oh, go. well, I guess I got to deal with that now. <laughs> so, uh, the, it's funny. I'm, I want to bring up one more flaw that that I sure. didn't like, and it does relate to the multiplayer online. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say you, you, John, and me, uh, we're going to get together in a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're together in a party system in PlayStation or Xbox, and we're also in the game together as a party. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. We go into Galactic Assault or any mode, uh, any mode that we want to, and we're not in the same unit. No. When we play, it's a, it's a complete roulette. We may eventually during the fight get in the same unit. So we could say while we're on our headsets, Hey, I'm going this way, cover me. But no, they've chosen to do it to where. They hope that you spawn together with random people and they hope that the random people are going to stay yeah. together and work together. When has that ever happened? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like their, their whole entire idea is that they're going to give you this incentive because you get double battle points within the match, which is what you use to get the heroes. And if you're, and if you're staying like together and doing things, but yeah, but there's just no way you can even know. Mm-mm. And there's no, unless you can't, like, you can't unless communicate. God, God help you if like, People are in party chat, which is probably 90% of people. If they are chatting on there, most people, they're not going to hear you. If you go out into the, uh, to the main chat to try to give direction. And for those of you who are wondering, just like myself, this is the same company pretty much that built battlefield. Yeah. It's nice. And they have that excellent. Yes. It is amazing to me that they have yet to make a version of this game that just mimics what they do so well with battlefield <laughs> exactly. it's like that's all they need to do and they would be fine instead they're you know even with the first one it kind of really just didn't feel like it was flushed out that great it would like have this great po- uh coat of paint and then like when you started looking at it deeper and deeper you're like wait a minute this is kind of lacking this isn't that great i heard like eventually through the expansions it got to a point where people were like okay this feels like something complete but that took like a year. We don't to have get that done. much time for this. No, yeah. I don't think. Um, but I, I, I do want to say that I, I must 
I love Star Wars, right? Sure. So I have a blind eye to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I do, I did look past most of the issues with the loot crate. I was very happy to see that, you know, we, I'm not going to have to spend money and people aren't just going to go drop $100 and be instantly sure. better than me. Well, um, did, you, uh, did you see the other thing that's cropped up now? What? Well, because, you know, it takes so long to get credits and yeah. you, you can't really skew the way you get them. People, what they're doing when they're not actually playing the game. Oh, the rubber bands. Yes, yes. They're staying in and they figured out <laughs> they can, they can just take two rubber bands and pull the analog sticks into the opposite right. yeah. directions. And that way you won't get kicked out of the game for not moving and being stagnant, uh, which is you, you get points just for being there. Yeah. And therefore they're just, when they go to bed, they let the game keep playing and they wake up in the morning and Hey, guess what? You've got enough for two loot crates now. Cause yeah. you don't, you don't get kicked out of the match. They just keep replaying and replaying yeah. and replaying and replaying and replaying. Even though somebody in there can go, this guy's not doing anything. It's like, well, they're going to, they have spawn points. So they're kind of away from the main action. So most likely no one's ever going to come kill them and you can't team kill. So it's like, it's just bad. That reminds me of the times we used to send our, our assassins, assassins on yeah. missions and then we'd go to work. I would sit there, you know? man, uh, when assassins two, uh, assassins creed two came out, I would leave my Xbox 360 on all night and wake up and be like, Oh look, I have 125,000. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I do want to say too, that the, the, the single player, while it's short, mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. I've heard that it's a hodge. It gets to a point where it starts out really good. It really does. But then it just turns into, why is this person here? What it's, does this have to do with the story? Yes. So that's, that's why it's just okay. It's great. It's they a put Star it Wars greatest hits kind of story. Yeah. yeah. It starts off like a really cool premise. Like we don't see much from the empire perspective. And like when this starts out, uh, her name is Iden. I cannot remember the last name. But she's basically part of what's like a special ops crew for the, uh, for the troopers. Um, so, you know, and like the thing is, she's, uh, she's the daughter of a very high up general within the empire. So she has grown up in this life of where the empire, you know, is good and Pays just. Yes. It's, it's always, she's never seen the bad side of it. She, she believes what they're doing is right. The rebels are evil. And all that. And it starts off cool like that, kind of um, pushing things or like pushing this idea of like, you know, she the first mission is basically her kind of uh, hacking into the Rebel Alliance to find out what they knew about the second Death Star and making sure that the truth hasn't been exposed to them yet. So from there to even like then when the Death Star blows up, you know, it's a thing of like these bastards just blew up the death star. They just killed all these innocent people in there in her mind. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to take this war to them. We're going to keep it up. We're I'm not going to let the empire die I'm, down. That's not a curse word. No, no, no. Um, I'm going to need a list of names from you. Right. <laughs> all um, the words I can say. But anyways, uh, and afterwards it kind of, after about three missions in, it falls out, apart. There's 12 missions total. It, Starts to do two things. One, it quickly <clears throat> kind of just goes, okay, we're done with the Empire now. Now we're going to make this all about battling, battling the Empire again, which I won't spoil how that comes. But for at least her turn, it is kind of a lackluster thing, convincingly, I will say. Well, they um, they did promise free DLC. Yeah. And there's going to be more story base content for the single player, there, but it's tied to the last Jedi. So there, it won't come yes, out until after yeah, the movie. They, the way they end it 
definitely sets up for either a sequel or additional, as you said, like DLC that would be an expansion to the story. So I could definitely see that. And that actually might be the interesting part, uh, it could I be. will say. But yeah, it becomes this and it really also becomes a how can we get X and Y character in the game for you to play as them for a level? Right. So like you go through and there's an ep- a, a level where you play as Luke. And then there's a level where you play as Leia. In the main campaign? Yes. Yeah. And then there's a level where you play as Han. Right. As as Lando, you know, uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren, um, all these people. And it's like, I don't... this In the main mission, you play as Kylo yes, Ren. Yes, like you have levels where Aiden isn't even in any way involved going on with this. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to care about this person if you're just taking you, you me become, on off a BS mission with yeah. Lando? And well, Lando, they're all, Lando is no BA. offense, Lando. Yeah. No, I love Lando, but it's like it's crazy how they tried to tie it together. I felt they had a really good thing by creating this character mm-hmm. that could tie into everything we knew, but kind of make it its own thing. And they just, I think, missed the mark. I think yes. they were too worried about I would been the player wanting to see Luke that's or wanting where, to play as Kylo. That's where Star Wars lore outside the films really thrives is when you have these exactly. characters that you've never heard of. Letting you know what's going on behind the scenes. And maybe yes. have some, that's some, what makes it thrive. Maybe, maybe have just, some limited, you know, interaction. Exactly. Yeah, and some limited threat. And they had yeah. like, they had moments where they could have done that. Like the level with Leia, you could have easily not had it been from Leia's perspective. You could have kept it with Aiden and just been like, okay, she's checking in with Leia. Leia's giving her direction. And now she's going to go off and do these things. And then you come back and have another scene with Leia at the end. I would have been fine with that. That would have made a lot of sense, but it feels like, Maybe they were just so worried that if they didn't put these traditional characters in for you to play, that you would feel like you'd been robbed of a Star Wars experience. And I have to say, the levels with the Jedi stuff, I didn't really enjoy that much because I don't think the controls, at least in that, I can't speak to how it is in multiplayer. Um, But in that sense, it just kind of felt really kind of tight and forced. They didn't feel that great. I didn't feel like a, a BA Jedi. I felt no, like this guy feel, holding you, a lightsaber. You feel like a BA Jedi in, what was that? in multiplayer. Yeah, like in the, like this. I'm just holding it, and he's always in a defensive position. Yeah. And it's like, hold down left trigger to block. Okay. And then hit right trigger when you're really close, but they just wildly swing. It's not like in any, it's not like Assassin's Creed where it's adjusting to what's. The Lego Star Wars them. Jedis probably feel better because those are pretty cool. Shoot, I can the, see that. Yeah. The, uh, Disney yep. Infinity Jedi's. Those that, things those are clunky. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, huh? No. Yeah. No, sir. Let's argue. You are Let's do a it. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but Chris, you mentioned the Star Wars experience. This game does that very well. Oh, it sounds Star the Wars. The sounds, the droids, the voices. Mm-hmm. So the sounds? <laughs> Tap Natch. Tap Natch. And of course, the graphics. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Full it's 60 di- frames? It's a, yes. it's a dice game and they know exactly what they're doing. They always make beautiful games. Is it overall to me? Is it, is it better than the one, first one? Yeah. But instead of just being leaps and bounds better, <clears throat> it's just better. It just, it has a lot of things that are really good. I think like with time, certain things could improve. Um, but it's like you have this one big glaring issue and until it's addressed in a meaningful way, it's going to be a thing that drags the game down. So you're telling me, just so I make sure I, I've interpreted this correctly, 
So you yeah. got this game designed around loot boxes. Yes. And because it snatched them away, the game doesn't work. Well, the game works, but not, it's just I so... Don't, I don't mean yeah. broken. I just mean the systems and the... and the. It's upgrade. not rewarding. You, you don't feel like you're being rewarded for the time you put in. And it's yeah. clear what the design is. The design is to get you to buy loot crates because, as I said before, there's a thing in there called crafting cards, right? Or crafting parts. And you can use that to buy these individual cards. Every class has seven cards that you have to end up getting if you want all the abilities. So in total, it's like 56 cards you're going to have to get for them. All right. You can get these cards randomly through the trooper crates, or you can spend crafting parts, 40 crafting parts to unlock individual cards. You want the basic versions. Okay. The thing that someone who pays to win has the advantage. I think it's like a hundred dollars will get you, before they pulled it would get you 12,000 crystals, which is the currency for buying stuff with real world money. A pack, a trooper crate will cost you 200 crystals. So you get 60 packs. You could go in through that and buy a loot crate or buy a trooper crate. Take the unlocks from that. Take the 60 crafting parts. You're going to get from it. Unlock one card and keep repeating that process. Right. Eventually, you get to a point where you will have all those cards unlocked by the time you get halfway through uh, your stack of, of crates. And the most cards, likely. John, they're very important. Yes, I, they're, I, we can't reiterate that enough. We're talking like twenty percent bonuses on certain things. And, and I think, I think I feel like when I put a card on, my level went up. Yeah. Well, no. yes. In order to get more abilities unlocked, you have to unlock more star cards in that class. Yeah. So. Uh, it's all based on that, but and see when you yank out your main component, which mm-hmm. was the 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 system they pulled out. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, everything else that trickled down from that, it's just not working. Now, it's not feeling right. Now you happily, can still play, and you can still get credits, and you can still buy boxes mm-hmm. with the credits you earn. But the payout is just it's whack right now. It's okay. So the other kicker, but it's still fun to play. <laughs> the other kicker then is that once you eventually have all those cards unlocked. You anytime you get a duplicate card, instead of just getting a duplicate and them saying, sorry, tough luck, they give you credits in exchange for it. Okay. That's a good thing. So yeah, it's a good thing. But here's the thing for that person now who has bought all these additional crates and now has all these cards unlocked, they instead get tons of credits. And I think like the guy I watched when he opened up his hundred or his 60 crates or whatever, by the time he was done, he'd unlocked all the basic versions. He'd also gotten versions of uh, cards that, you know, through random drop that were a little bit higher up. And then on top of that, he had accrued something like 40,000 in credits that he could then use to either go buy whatever hero he wanted, or in turn, uh, buy more crates to get more crafting parts so that when he levels up to the higher levels, he can easily upgrade the cards he purchased. And like it's that system where it's very clear what's going on here. It's like it is designed to reward the player for paying money. And the cards do things like um, if you have a soldier that's going to put up a shield, that you you put on a card that makes your shield last longer and is better. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Super important when you're playing with all these guys that have really good cards lined up. Mm-hmm. When you're playing in a match and you get worked by somebody, they, it shows up what they have and who they are. And they have like these really awesome cards and my guys just got a blank canvas because I just hadn't yeah. earned enough stuff, even through hours of playing to get cards on that character that I like playing with. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is a really, but they promised that they're going to try to fix it. And they, I hope they, they do listen to the people read it. We talked about it, made an uproar, had the most down likes ever. Yeah. They yank out the system. 
Disney's guys, he's calling. He's like, uh, uh-uh, tighten this up. So they're trying. I mean, like I said, if you're a Star Wars guy, I mean, it's playable. It's more than playable. You can still put sure. hours into it. Um, now, but if my buddies call me and, and I feel like playing but you're PUBG. Saying, but you're saying leveling up, if that's a thing in the game, upgrading things, if that's mm-hmm. a thing in the game, just takes too darn long. It is such a grind that, yes, like someone who doesn't spend money and has pe- played the same amount of time as the person who on day one goes and drops a ton of money into this game, they have such a more significant advantage by the time they're at the same level. It's ridiculous because they will have gotten you so go many more loot crates, which is a basis me, to get let them Let me ask high. you a question. How long should it take? I mean, I think in a normal pick, per- pick a pick an ideal goal that you that people in this game would want to get to, and you tell me how long know. should that take some? T- how long should I don't that know take about a that. player? To them, as far as progression, it should just feel like you are consistently being rewarded to a point where when progression slows down, which normally does happen, yeah, you feel like stuff. you've gotten a lot of stuff where you feel like I've got my core ability, so it doesn't matter that it's going to take me a I while. I guess to what get I mean is level. how long is it taking to get there versus how long should it take to get there? Dude, I put well, in, in an ideal hours. world. Okay, so. If, if basically, let's just say if I played eight hours. Mm-hmm. I think I've played more than that, but let's just say I played eight hours. I'm just going to use that as a barrier in a call of duty. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple of supply drops. Now I've gotten bonuses for doing mission objectives on multiplayer. I've got guns unlocked. Um, I've got some classes getting some upgrades and it's, everything's just like this rolling train, right? Yeah. Put those same eight hours in the battle uh, front too. And I'm sitting there going, I still don't have a card for this class I want to play. I still can't unlock this gun because I'm still not a level five, which is the next step up that I need to be. Why am I not a level five? I mean, and these, these credits I'm getting for these matches, even if I'm in the middle, I mean, I'm going to be nowhere near the top. They're just not adding up fast enough to me to go buy more loot crates with that in game credit system, uh, that I could maybe in a call of duty to go buy some things from them. It's just not working out. So it's, is it they took – did they only take the financial transactions yes. away? That's all they took away? Well, they also – yeah, they didn't take away – there's a $80 version of the game that gets you a bunch of boosts basically right off the – I don't mind though. I don't mind. If you if yeah. you pay more money for the game So in you general, can't even purchase loot crates with your points. Yes. You, well, from your credits you can. Yeah, yeah. Remember, like, all right. Yeah. Let's, let's rehash because some, some listeners may be confused. It's really confusing. <laughs> you have credits – Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That look like the little Star Wars seven number looking thing. If you've ever played a Star Wars game, yes. And then you have crystals. Which yes. one's your currency? The crystals are the ones you buy with real money. Okay. You cannot buy any of those now. They've shut that down. Credits you earn through in-game stuff. Yes. And then you can turn those credits into different loot crates, depending on which one you want to buy. You can buy one for your specialist, mm-hmm. which would be like the. I so why can't now. you turn your credits? Into crystals, you just can't. You, you just, can't. It seems like that would fix a lot of the issues. No, um, no, no. They always, most games, they always do this. They, yeah. they have a separate price for whatever the in-game currency is, and then also whatever their digital currency is, because it makes it easier for basically the person buying the digital currency to separate them. to separate and yeah. understand what they're getting for their dollar. Destiny. And, and to be fair, 
I, I have to say this: like, this is not the only EA game that does this. It's um, right. I mean, I'm, like, I'm glad you brought that up. I play, I play Madden, and I know you've played FIFA. Yeah. Foot and Mutt both are oh. guilty of this all the time. And they I, just never have gotten called out because one, there's so many other modes in there that it's a, a person it, doesn't it have out. to go into it. And there's also balancing things to the people that open up the packs. Yeah, that play like. As long as you get to a certain level in that game, you can be in a position where someone who's spending thousands of dollars on these things, it's not going to matter because you only have a certain amount of points to assign to your team position. So they right. can't put it's still in competitive. And, and the way it was going to be in Battlefront, yeah, it was going to be a major disadvantage Yes, to people who have a wide open wallet to those who just kind of wanted to play a game. And that was a very concerning issue. That's why mm. the people for Reddit spoke up. That's why Disney called. That's why they yanked it. And so yeah. right now they're having a problem really balancing that out. You remember the story came out where it was originally, if you just played the game, didn't want to spend a dime, it was going to be like 40,000 credits to unlock Luke or Darth Vader. In 40 hours. Mm. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something hours, crazy. It's like 60,000. And they've, they've reduced that, but it's still not Ridiculous, right. yeah. I mean, even, and I'm not complaining, dude. I, I I don't mind playing and putting a grind in to get things. Same I, here. I really don't, but it just something's off, and it's, it's making you think about that the entire time you play. The part that put it in perspective to me, I uh, on Black Friday, you know, I recently built a new PC, so I finally got Overwatch for my PC, and I started playing it. And within five hours of playing that, I was already level ten, had gotten a ton of loot crates, and felt like even though there are a ton of people out there with really cool things I don't have, I have been continually rewarded for my gameplay experience on there. And that's why and, you keep playing. And that's why I keep playing because I'm like, okay, I'm not that far away from another loot crate. And I, you know, I logged in today and I got a daily login crate, and I got a Princess Leia um, card that I could put on Princess Leia's character. Um, to help mm. her like with her rally cry or something she does. <laughs> um, I got like 750 credits or maybe 250 credits and I got some parts like Chris talked about. Cause these, when you open the crate, these three little like discs come up or four discs depending on the crate you open. And so then I had, I looked up and I had enough, I had like 4,000 credits. I had enough to buy me. I believe it was two, uh, what was the hero one? Uh, the it hero was, in the star. It was the star one. The star, the star one, one. They're a little cheaper. So I, I was able to get two of those, and I got a I got a Darth Maul ship card. It is a real common card. If you play these games where these things drop, there's like epics and really cool ones that are rare. I got a lot of common stuff, and it didn't really, it didn't feel like I had done anything. It, it felt weird. It, it just, it didn't feel rewarding, even though I was getting rewarded. Yeah, and that's that's a problem for a game. It it. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but if you if you don't if you play the kind of games that have this a Destiny, a Madden, an Overwatch, whatever, they do it well. Yes, this is not well yet. I pray to the heavens that it will be because I love my Star Wars, and I have fun playing the game when I play it. I have a lot of fun. Hmm. It's just when it, on the back end when it's time to be rewarded, I feel a little bit let down. I don't remember. I think um, Disney and EA have a contract for ten or fifteen years. I'm not sure which. Yeah, one. Yeah, I think they're actually already considering re-upping it from its ten years, uh, going back to 2013. Yeah, was when it started. Um, I wonder if that call was like, "Hey, doll." Since that time, <laughs> since that time, they have not. You know, while the first Battlefront was not a dumpster fire per se. Mm-hmm. It seems like with the visceral closing, yeah, um, and this, which a lot of people are calling a dumpster fire, um, 
I wonder if they're going to be able to go the entire time for that 10 or 15 years, because if we think about it, that's not, that's not a lot of games in 10 or 15 years. That's not yeah, a lot of games. No. It's, and they're already, they already can something that was coming out in 2018 that Dude, they just have to shut me, down a studio. EA is when it comes to EA and star Wars, mm-hmm. regardless of what the truth is mm-hmm. in the eyes of the public, they're botching this. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, but at the same time, when has there ever been a good Star Wars game? Right. <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic. Um, <laughs> Name another. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. You want me to go for a third? Because it's called Star Wars The Old Republic. The uh, um, <laughs> Lego Star Wars games are pretty fun for real. That's true, too. Uh, okay. I'd say this. To me, it's, it's a bigger issue than just this thing. EA, in my opinion, the more and more I look at it, uh, the best things that come out of EA are studios that they acquire who go off and originally are doing their own independent ideas that are really cool, fresh, and provocative. Like, you know, it's Ooh. visual. It's visual doing dead space. It's not that it's, good a word. Is it provocative? When's the last time you heard that on a podcast? It's Bioware coming in and have done, having already done, uh, Mass Effect and, uh, Dragon Age. Uh, it's, I'm trying to think of another great example. It's dice before, you know, EA kind of ran it there with Battlefield and saying, Oh, you want to just do 12 on 12? Here's 64 on, you know, 64. Here it is. We're going to do this. Uh, their worst to me is when they have to compete against competitors because they often come up like <laughs> when they, there's like, they do two things They they either have things where they get exclusive deals like Madden, like FIFA, um, or, you know, now with star Wars and they put out these things that end up just kind of being lackluster nine times out of 10 or, they go out there and they actually have a competition with someone like say NBA or I don't know, racing games in general with their need for speed and they're getting trounced by their competition. They can't keep up. And it feels to me, in my opinion, it's because they're so, you know, it might just be because they're such a publicly traded company that there is always someone there who is concerned first and foremost about the dollars in versus the dollars out type thing. Versus letting the creators come in and do their thing and believing that they invest in the creators and trust them and, you know, sure, keep financial restraint to make sure they're not going crazy out there, but make sure they're effective, that they will get an awesome return investment on believing in them. Because, you know, to me, Nintendo, when I see what they're doing out there with their great games that I've put out this year. There wasn't a part where I'm thinking that, you know, they were all just like, well, we have to put this in here because, you know, that way we can get the revenues up in our 20%. It's more of let's go make the best Mario game we can make. Let's go make the most innovative Zelda we can think of right now. And even even this year, Ubisoft saying, how can we reinvent Assassin's Creed to be something relevant again? That's why those companies succeed in my book. That's usually what leads to success. And if EA ever wants to turn this ship around and maybe get some public goodwill on their side, that's what they need to start looking at. And I hope they start with this new uh, Bioware project that's coming Anthem. As much as I hate to say it, you're very right on a lot of those things. <laughs> Especially the part about the uh, the FIFAs. And the, well, but see, PES Soccer, it doesn't do as good. Or A lot of people say that's the better game. Yeah. Not yeah. this year. 
I, uh, Mr. It, was la- it was last Mr. year. Yeah, I'm sorry all the soccer games you played, John. <laughs> that was a troll. Hold if, if if I was a if I was a doctor that treats cancer, whoa, whoa, would you, why are you, would, bring, you whoa. Would, would you not come to me because oh, I didn't whoa, have cancer? Whoa. Oh. Why are you dropping the C bomb up in here like that, bro? Sorry, herpes. <laughs> whoa. whoa. I think way too uh, personal. I think the uh <laughs> you you it, it is personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my god. It's okay, John. Still can't believe I get after you. But you're okay. I let him touch the Richard. <laughs> Dude. But just a tip. Why why can't it be like Battlefield? That's all I want. That's all I want. Star Wars. Want. Battlefield. That's what they should call it. Don't even call it Battlefield. Yeah, just call it Battlefield Star Wars Edition. Hey, there it is. <laughs> the battle's on Hoth this time. Oh, and all the new stuff they added? Phenomenal. Right? As far as the, the, the Naboo and everything, the fighting. The Dude, Naboo? I was running around as a clanker. And it was amazing. What's a clanker? A clanker. The the still doesn't. Oh my! Oh my! There is one really cool part to the campaign uh, late in the. For those who watched the first uh, of the new movies, Force Awaken, you get to see the uh, how some certain things ended up where they were, and I'll leave it at that. If you guys want more details later, I'll tell you. I'll just play it. Yeah, you can go. I'll tell him. Is Activision publicly traded? They are. And they do fine, I think, for the most part. I think they do fine with their top three visible titles. Correct. I agree. They've they've also killed things. They they put out a lot of garbage, let's just not but those yeah. that garbage is not it's like the They're the SEC of video games. <laughs> we got these top three and then this garbage. I just I don't think EA helps itself. Yeah. But you the know, perception EA gives it is is about the dollar. Let's just I mean, say, screw the I mean, gamer. Let's put the, Dragon Age is a bit of a hit or miss depending on what game you're talking about. Uh, I don't well, like they have won. And Dragon Age Inquisition was game people, of the year. But most people will tell you that that year was a lackluster year sure, for games. Sure, but it's still a great game. It was, the, it was, it was between that game and Shadow it. of Mordor. Uh, I kind of view it as like, look, the thing that's like questionable, EA last fall had two great, had the best two first-person shooters. And it put them out back-to-back weeks, not because it was in the best interest of those franchises, but because they actively wanted to harm Activision's Call of Duty because they felt it was weak. We talked about that right here. And they completely killed Titanfall 2 if they had just put it. I mean, it's... They they heard Battlefield. the game or are you talking about the franchise? I'm talking about like the sales, where it went that yeah. game and what it could have done. Maybe when it had been put out six months later, there's no evidence to suggest that game could have, is, is it, could say have it, John, bank. say it, it's is an it? anecdotal. Oh. oh, but I, I think you can ask most people. The one thing that's not going to help you is releasing it the week after battlefield and the week before call of duty and the, the sales quest, show that the question is, does re- it, does it help EA? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then release it. And that's why I kind of view it as <clears throat> if you're a creator and I see that, oh why the stop heck would the, you want to go? Stop with the creator. Come on. It's just a game. I mean, it's, seriously, it's a you know, to them. John, it's, it's a, a vision nine. with EA. You know, it's, it's stop five years the, of their life. John, <clears throat> you're, you're downplaying. John, that's I've, I've worked a job for 11 years. That's 11 years of my life. Stop being sanctimonious about ooh. it. It's a job. Well, the difference is we're Man, not actually making news. something of our you own. Have the, you have the, you have the right 
to prove EA a point and say, I'm going to go work at Activision. I'm sure. going to go, I'm going to go work at a place where my vision will be created. Yes. My vision will be appreciated. Mm-hmm. The game will fail and the studio will close. But my vision. Tell that to CD Project Red. <laughs> I mean, CD Project Red went out there and made an amazing game. They didn't con, they didn't have to settle for anything. They, they, that's like looking for their a needle in a stack of needles. Tell that to Naughty Dog. Tell that a to needles, by Insomnia. Tell that to a Naughty Dog of- being being put under the protection of Sony and the three previous games haven't really sold that well. So next. Last of Us didn't sell that well? Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Oh, well, I mean, they sold fine for what they needed them to. What they needed to. Yes. That's all matters. If you can what make the profit. Right now? What are y'all doing? I don't know. We're but, talking about the difference no, between I know what you're vision doing. versus a little bit of profit mm-hmm. and Chris, sacrificing Chris your vision that, so I can put food on my kid's table. Mm-hmm. That's assuming they have kids. I view it as... <laughs> I'm well, in the credits, <laughs> at the end of the credits, they have babies born. Yeah, they always <laughs> Almost every title. I, I'm they, viewing it as more games, of so like, I look, I'm viewing it as in the sense of what is good for attracting talent in and why you would want it. Like if you're, you're looking at this, you went and got Amy Henning and you couldn't make a game with her that you felt comfortable putting out. Now, to be fair, we don't know all the details there, but I know this Amy Henning worked at Naughty Dog and she put out a trilogy that was slam dunk, you know, while she was there. Uh, she had some issues afterward. Yeah. She left because, you know, they had some divisions afterwards, but that was a decade of her life there that they put out great games. Jade Raymond came in to try to save, you know, to do this stuff and she made Assassin's Creed. So Come if on, I'm all Sean. these people, it I ain't just, that big a deal. I would go it's a somewhere good conversation. else. It is. And it's yeah. a conversation that needs to be had during topic time. Oh, he's got a point there. It's called a topic. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, yeah. Make sure you title this Star Wars and John and Chris go at it over some, some word you said. <laughs> this is the best thing. <laughs> but yes. Um, no, we should call the topic Sean's a bastard and here's why. Ooh. John learned a cuss word he could say on the air. <laughs> He's happy now. All the kids are just crying right now. <laughs> What's a bastard? Why do they hate each well, other? son, technically you're one. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it's out. Don't go buy it right now. Wait, as what may I can't tell word. people to do that. And that's you can say it, yeah. and I, I can see where you're coming from. A lot of people, if you look at the the what they gave it, it was like a six and a half or seven out of ten. And I I played three games last week. I'll tell you which one had the least of my attention, and it wasn't the other two. I, I was <laughs> I'll tell you this, but you can say that. Um, that was a weird sentence. I know, right? <laughs> I played I played my George W. Moment I had right Call there. of Duty yeah. and Battlefront, and I was wanting to play Battlefront over Call of Duty. But that's a I lot of the Star Wars fanboy in me. I haven't played the Call of Duty online yet. I've only played the campaign so far. Who are you? A guy who had to play who Battlefront in, in another you? game. <laughs> Is this 30 seconds? I need to stop. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> we are not paying you. See, when he said Pete, John. That's Townsend. Yeah. He's a guitarist. See, John, a guitarist. I mean, everybody's is. got a vision, but sometimes your vision is just a slab of meat running around saws. It's an amazing vision. 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 It's a great vision. <laughs> That's one of the funnest visions ever. But I just, it's hard to be going, I've got a vision. <laughs> I got you, man. Yeah, That's because you're not artistic, man. It's, it's like, it's Eli like, Roth has a, a vision when he makes all his horror movies. No, I mean, he has an that, idea. Well, stop. Stop oh with the vision. It's not religion. Well, now guys. you're just Come like on. kind of, now you're kind of just. 
mixing words. You know, it's that thing. It's a Parsing you have a, words. yes. You Mark have an Mac. idea. You have a you have a concept, and you want to see it come to fruition. And you dedicate years of your life to do that, and it really sucks if it gets so, like thrown under the rug because you go like, well, we have this other game coming out the week I before. I know, Chris, but it's like we have to pretend like video game creators, filmmakers, and and writers are the only people that have a profession that should not have to compromise their vision and principles. Sure. When I'm, people do it every day, whether not. you're a plumber or a pastor or a video game developer. Sure. I, so thought you I think there's a very P. big difference, though, between... Or a porn star. There's a big difference between creative and, and you know, service stuff. And, and I get that. No, like, it's that's, not. You have a vision, you have a vision. A, a, a CEO has a vision sure. for a company. I agree. And he has to compromise. I agree. He has to tur- He or she mm-hmm. has to turn around <laughs> and go... This is attainable. This is not. A taint. What'd you say? <laughs> and I don't mind people I, pulling I just, things. But I just, but. I think we have to just sort of pull back on the industry and go, you guys are not a religion. Mm-hmm. Do you like You're video empl- games? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are, you are employees who make a product for a consumer. Sure. Relax. It ain't art. I kind of. It is. I art. think they would say it's a difference. And I mean, especially like the small indie game creators who like yeah, but hold, know up, that. hold yeah. up in their like rooms for by themselves struggling for indie five years. Art, I, in, in independent artists and music are, yeah. are considered more artsy because they're independent artists. I don't mm-hmm. like that. That example. It, I think, it, you know, to me, if you're trying to make it in an industry like that, you're you're putting your, your butt know. on the line. You're, you're did, saying did you're risking the idea that you are most likely not going to make a lot of money. You're going to struggle for the small chance that maybe your voice gets heard. in the You want to do it your own way because you don't want to deal with the other bull crap of going the other way. Yeah. It's like um, that dude, that dude who made uh, God was that game that Ubisoft's putting the sequel out finally for uh, that. They showed off the trailer for it. Oh, beyond good and evil. Uh, yes. Yeah. Beyond good I'm and here. Evil too. I'm a yeah. video game guy. Thank you. That's what I do. Uh, like I think of that guy because he put out that game and it did okay when it came out. And he, when he came out and finally got to show off that trailer this year, afterwards he was about in tears because you know, like that was a project he had been passionate about doing a sequel to for nearly a decade. But what was everybody upset about? I, I don't the know. The fact that it was a little bit cheap, that it was a prequel and not a sequel. Oh, who yeah. cares about that? As long as he got to realize his vision, that's what matters. How did you this know? turn into vision? I don't know. Because it's we ama- really like no, but it's amazing. The, uh, it's I, talking about EA, uh, what EA does versus yeah. what we think the industry should do. Yeah. yeah. Did, mean, might, did any of y'all watch um, Glow on Netflix? Netflix? The Netflix producer. Yes. Yeah. Remember when Mark Maron's character was sitting down and he was talking about the movie he wanted to make, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I saw that. It was called Back to the Future." Yeah. And he was like, "What?" <laughs> and then someone <laughs> oh, yeah. showed it to him. <laughs> it was about vision. James Cameron's vision for Avatar was still Dances with Wolves. Hey, he made profit though. What? <laughs> he did what? Make profit. Where'd you, you Where'd you read that? You ever seen Dances with Wolves? Yes. You ever seen you re- Avatar? It's straight up. It's straight, straight up, up the same movie. I love that movie too. And you're gonna tell me every Nickelback song sounds the same too, right? <laughs> son, <laughs> son of a oh, sorry. son of a bastard. <laughs> but it was art. Look at this photograph. You bastard. It was art. I'm a rock star. I'm through with is there a limit to how many times I could say bastard? For clubs, I never get in. Are you cutting me off? This is how you remind me of what I really am. <laughs> um, let's go to the news finally, I guess. Thank you. Right? Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! <laughs> news, guys? Uh, I news! Hate, I, 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 
You begged for us to move uh, to this, so say news. Oh, news! I know it seems like we just came right back. Right. But I hate John even more now. <laughs> loot box regulations. News! Why, there oh, it is. Okay. Loot box regulations. Hawaii State Representative Chris Lee is taking a stand against what he calls, quote, the spread of predatory practices in online gaming. Lee and others are currently looking at legislation in the upcoming year that could prohibit the sale of games to players that are under the age of 21 and possibly even restrict the inclusion of gambling elements, which Lee believes are present in Star Wars Battlefront 2 via the game's loot boxes. Lee is calling Star Wars Battlefront 2 a Star Wars themed online casino designed to lure kids into spending money. It's anecdotal that only kids are playing it. It's definitely. I don't think he cares about us doing it. He Let only me get cares this about straight. the kids. Yeah, I can join the army, die for my country, but I can't buy a loot box in Battlefront Two. And yeah, you can join. Yep. You can join the army at eighteen, <laughs> but you can't drink a beer legally until twenty-one, John. Yeah, that's a trap. How does that make sense? I, I will say I don't know how this is going to go, but it does remind me of um, the stuff with uh, FanDuel. Yes, from a couple of years of like no one thought that was going to go the way it went, and it ended up getting outlawed in New York and a couple of our states. I really miss those commercials. They were yeah, great. They were huge. So I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, they were what? Great. <laughs> no. Huge. 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 <laughs> well, this, the states have already weighed in and said this is not gambling. UK has weighed in. This is not gambling. Mm-hmm. Just because you say it's gambling doesn't make it so. And the idea is to curve this type of behavior. Mm-hmm. I always say, as you well know, let the market decide. Well, the market turned out to decide, and EA is pulling back all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's without legislation. So I'm hoping this guy is paying, really paying attention to the issue, well, like, or he's got his feelers out going, what's a piece of legislation that I could push to get, to get my name out there? Yeah, yeah. He, he does, I, I guarantee I you agree. this person doesn't give a rat's butt. Or he plays Star Wars Probably and he's tired of spending money or thinking he had to spend money on it. Maybe Hawaii's got a big gambling problem. I don't know. Oh, they got great Possible. pineapples, though. For no, real. they eat too much spam, but that's about it. Like that. I <laughs> don't know. All I know is... Hawaiian eats spam? Oh, yeah, dude. Spam is huge in Hawaii. Is I this real? Yeah. I don't think it'll be an issue at the federal level, but I, like I said, I definitely will not be surprised if you see state legislators push this. And if that yeah. happens, yeah, there's going to be some issues there for uh, for how these companies do. Now, to be fair... If they did, they'll just change tactics because that's what they do. They're not going to take any risk. It's possible. Think about corporations that individual states decide they want to change things on. Yeah. And it can ripple a corporation. (laughs) Um, That's the same thing with a gaming, you know, company or anything. So it's interesting that it made the news. It's interesting that we're talking about it. It tied into our our main topic. But I do want to see where this goes eventually. Yeah. It could be interesting. Crazy. Uh, Three billion. With a B. And billions. <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, Niantic has issued a challenge to Pokemon Go players over the Thanksgiving holiday. If they caught three billion with a B uh, Pokemon across the world, they would get access to the Asia exclusive Farfetch'd. Well, they did it, and Farfetch'd is available for a limited time via Twitter. Quote, congratulations, trainers. You did it. You caught over 3 billion Pokemon and unlocked a new reward during the Global Catch Challenge. In other news, the Pokemon company has revealed that the lifetime total of games sold has reached 300 million copies. This incorporates 76 titles over the 21-year history of the series. Good for them. My wife have caught, has, Your my wife wife has caught three huh? or four. Far-fetched? Far-fetched. Yeah. I think she it's was, like I tell you, she was excited about this for 
all weekend. She kept saying, honey, they're at 2.5 billion. <laughs> honey, they're at 2.8 billion. And then I started driving my wife around the landings three times a day. This is why he hates why he hates games now. You could have just you could have craters. You, yeah, he didn't mean to say craters again, John. They could have just put in a loot box yeah. and made this easier for me. His vision of this game is oh completely goodness, scarred. Chris, what are you doing, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen? You see how my co-hosts mock intellectualism? Oh, they mock yeah. it. He's hurt. Oh, he he's, is. Yeah, he talks all smart when he's hurt. Yep. He's he wants to show he's big tough guy, but hey. Hey, Johnny, we know you're hurting. I've got the feels. We love you. We love you. Okay. Why we can't you me. say, I love you? Yeah. Because you I was. hide behind Sean and say, we love hey, you. I love as you. As if it's some sort of group effort. See how he gets defensive again? This is, we've been talking about this in therapy. He needs yeah, to get over this. You guys are in therapy? <laughs> talking about your therapy. Because we've been of, listening. Because of my trolling? <laughs> yeah. We've been listening to your therapy. Your trolling just, is not top-notch, okay? Just let's put this out there. Oh, it's beautiful. No, but you they will, will go. They will, li- they will listen to this week's episode and see a master at work. So you think they're going to listen to this episode? You are... Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. So what you're saying is you're Jared from South Park. Or not Jared, but um, Kyle's dad. He was like a master troller. I... <laughs> I'm not even, several even, several people laughed at their work cubes on that one, Chris. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I was going for five. Ooh. If I got five, we're good. Uh, updates for Splatoon 2. Nintendo has announced two free updates for Splatoon 2. The first is currently available and adds new gear, hairstyles, and four new battle stages. A new salmon run stage increases the level cap from 50 to 99. The second update will be coming in December and will introduce new rank battle mode claim or I'm sorry, clam blitz. The main goal here is to collect special clams, which are scattered all throughout the stage. After you pick one up, the clam will follow your path. The objective from there is to throw the clams you've collected into a basket near the opponent's base. It puts the clam in the basket. It's kind of like a capture the flag, but a lot of flags, I'm guessing. Capture the clam. Every time you said clam, in my mind, I I thought of Richard's. (laughs) Capture the Richard's. Old Richard Blitz. (laughs) (laughs) Richard, meet Clam. Enjoy. Leet. That's a good one. There will be some people that laugh at that one too, John, including me. (laughs) Leet DLC details for Mario and Rabbids. The new upcoming DLC will feature a new playable character. To be released sometime in early 2018, the Gold Edition eShop listing reveals some add-on content to include a new hero in a brand new playable world. The Gold Edition of the game will be priced at 80 and will feature all the current content as well as the Ultra Challenge Pack that will have a new co-op campaign with five exclusive co-op maps, eight new Ultra Hard Challenges, and 16 new weapons. I need an Ultra Challenge Pack in my life, dude. That just you? Ultra Challenge Pack. It helps with your Richard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hellblade has hit 500,000 copies. Cha-ching. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice has sold over 500,000 copies, turning a profit only three months after its launch. The game has generated more than $13 million in revenue in the first three months. Ninja Theory expected to break even with the game after six months of release, placing it within a profit status three months ahead of schedule. According to Ninja Theory's Taman Antonio Des. I don't know how you say that. Antoniadis. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think it's to meme Antoniadis. The escalating stakes in the AAA retail. Alabama fan. uh, Publishing model. That's what you guys do. 
has killed off countless independent studios like us, many smaller publishers, and is now straining even the largest of publishers. This isn't survival of the fittest, but a rotation. Uh, routing of the creative base upon which the industry was built. AAA will always exist, but we need strong alternatives as well. The final step is to share our commercial model and digital sales data for the benefit of other developers. Good he for them. Said, he said all that. Right? Yeah, he he said a lot. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, that is good for them. That was a... That was a they'd had like a, a string of things that didn't quite work out as well as they were hoping. Uh, this game so, was legit. It really, yeah. I remember I didn't, I didn't play this game. You guys did, but I watched a lot of it and it had my brain on overdrive. Yeah. That's it's, what it do. It was definitely a passion project for sure. Yeah. You could tell. Uh, Xbox games with gold have been announced for December. They are Warhammer end of times for Xbox one back to the future. The game December 16th through January 15th. Also Xbox one child of Eden from December 1st through the 15th on both Xbox one and 360. And Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death from December 16th through December 31st on, again, both Xbox One and 360. So I might pick up the old Back to the Future. I already have Child of Eden. So highly recommend if you like RPGs for the Child of Eden. December update teased for Destiny 2. Luke Smith has teased what Bungie discussed uh, with regards to the forthcoming December update. Quote, next week, the Destiny 2 team will detail the system side of the December update. Bungie will discuss everything from the economy updates to investments and more. Smith also confirmed that he and project lead Mark Noseworthy will address community feedback and answer questions during that time as well. In other Destiny news, players will see XP earn rates change for all activities across the board, but with all values being displayed consistently in the user interface. The developer will look over XP game data gathering uh, gathered in the coming week to make sure the changes are up to the community and Bungie standards. That going to get you to go back, Sean? No. Oh, are you done what, with that what, game for what, now? What, what, no, what? I'm not. A lot of the, the, the crew, if yeah. you will, they're going to abandon everything on the 5th of December. That's uh, my dad's birthday. Why, that, um, that's, that's, when it, that's when it comes out, I think, the 5th. Yeah. They're going to talk about... The Cyrus DLC or whatever, right? Yeah, they're going to talk about everything when they have their next little thing like he just read, but the mm. thing comes out, I don't think, on the 5th. But I'm having fun. I've got uh, PUBG that I play from time to time. I've got Fortnite that I play from time to time. Uh, I love the Star Wars game when I play it, and I'm playing Call of Duty. There so, you go. But a lot of them are going to go play Destiny, and, well, I'll probably get it at some point, maybe. It is that time of year like where you get a little swamped. Yeah. You know, I'm playing three, four, five things like right now. So yeah. um, I told John, I finally just got that Dishonored DLC the other and day. You guys just took, uh, it's not DLC. It's a standalone. Do, uh, do, can we say what you guys recently both beat? We both beat Wolfenstein too. I which guess we, we will, can say it. Which yeah, I don't care. Which <laughs> will, uh, for those wondering where the heck that game's going to be, that will be the topic of discussion next week. Can't wait for that. I'm Fact. bringing my A game on that one, buddy. <laughs> Oh, check. <laughs> John is. BJ Blaskovitz to... better be ready. That's Jeez. all I'm saying. Old Billy Terror. Uh, Marvel Heroes dev has shut down. Gazillion, the developer of Marvel Heroes, has reportedly shut down with all of its staff laid off the day before Thanksgiving. Ouch. Claims are coming through that employees were laid off without their PTO or severance pay from a statement uh, 
from Marvel. They say, quote, we regret to inform our Marvel Heroes fans that we have ended our relationship with Gazillion Entertainment and that the Marvel Heroes games will be shut down. We would like to so sincerely hardcore. thank the players who join the Marvel Heroes community and will provide any few, uh, further updates as they become available. No official statement has been made on the closure of the studio. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks bad. Is this um, Dingus's... Uh... Yes, that is old Chuff Money from, yeah. from Rebel FM. That is his thing. Uh, Unemployed again. Yeah, that sucks. He can't catch a break. I mean, that's... That's game development right Wait, there. Wait, what? Yeah. Is that when but you put Chris, your vision out there? Their artistic cre- vision. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the artistic vision is when you get uh, Hellblade, Senua's mm-hmm. Sacrifice, where it actually comes through and you get a project. This was just designed to make money. But as John said, unfortunately. Dingus. Yeah. It makes sense, though. Marvel, I think, wants to tighten the noose of what's out there so they can control what's put out there. It's hard yeah. to blame Marvel. I mean, you got yeah. you got to go, why wasn't this company gazillion? Hmm. Stretching out for other projects. It's like they thought yeah. they had the money with Disney. I it mean, is. It was really sudden, though, because they were pretty much every time Marvel was putting out a movie, they were updating it with new characters and skins based off that movie. So it's like I I can't imagine it's because of monetary reasons. It's got to be because they're planning to do something else. <laughs> Can you just not give somebody their money hmm? when you fire them? Work to right state. Right, 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 or right to work. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Sorry, that's the way it is. He's right. Right to work state. I mean, basically says. Do we know that that's a right to work state? I believe. I mean, yeah. Is every state a right to work state? Outside of did this, yes. Yeah, uh, outside of states like it's primarily the Northeast and the Midwest that are not right to work states, and that's because are we right to work states? We are. We are right to work states. Oh no. Yeah, uh, the Northeast and the Midwest are the union states. So. A lot of them, they have a lot of protections and union contracts that say you must do this if you do that. They don't have that out there for game developers. That's why those other states have unions? That's why a lot of people have been talking about the idea that game developers need to form a union just to because, yeah. you know, like it's become very common now. It's like, hey, you have this process where companies build up and they hire a bunch of people and they come in and they're told to push to extremes to get the product out in time. And then pretty much as soon as the game actually hits the shelf, about a third of them get laid off right away because they're no longer needed. And you have the they're like seasonal employees at yeah. like Home Depot or Lowe's, dude. You get the other third. Exactly like that, Sean. <laughs> you get the, exactly uh, like you that. get the next third that their job is to do DLC. And then once that's done, they're laid off. And then you have the one third that's retained. Yeah. You know? and, and that's that's it sucks. But that's that's the way that but that industry I, is right now. If you choose to be in that industry, man. Yeah. You know it going in yeah i mean if you get to the high levels you're, you're very thankful and lucky and it's probably because you've had this experience at, at least some point in your career today after before thanksgiving though dude yeah that's that's Hardcore, that's the part Oof. like you don't get no money for like black friday <laughs> and uh and you don't have a job. Money was um engaged too he is engaged he is brother. engaged yeah it's not like he died but i'm sure someone will uh I have a feeling, you know, he's pretty well big in the games media and development industry. So I don't know, man. Between um, uh, day daylight, remember that horror game that he was working on back in the day? Not daylight, uh, daybreak, day something. Yeah, Jessica Chobot was working on it. She was mm-hmm. a writer on that game. When that game tanked and the studio closed, mm-hmm. he was like out of work for six months to a year. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a part of struggle. I mean, yeah. it's going to come down to if he wants to keep making games or if he wants to go do something else. 
Uh, who knows, though? I wish him the best, along with everyone else there lost their job. Uh, finally, ah! this week. Ah, I just... Got ready for the last thing? Yep, yeah. me too. Dude! Finally this week. Dude. What? It's not on there. What? What do you think was going to be on there? It's not on there. Is this, uh, this is October? GTA's not on here. Oh, no, yeah, that came in at 12. Dude. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, anyways, year Did to... Did you just realize it too? MPD for October... Year-to-date consumer spending in the U.S. on video games is up three percent to four point two billion. Though video games set, uh, video game spending was down eleven percent from last October, mainly due to softer software sales. Nintendo Switch, <laughs> great job. Due to softer software <laughs> sales, right? Good job, buddy. Uh, Nintendo Switch continued its winning streak as the top-selling console. Hardware spending is now up nineteen percent in twenty seventeen, amounting to two point three billion in sales. PlayStation 4 is still the top-selling console for all 2017. Mill-Earth Shadow of War was the top-selling game, with Assassin's Creed Origins and Super Mario Odyssey finishing second and third, despite only being out the final four days of the month. Bethesda entries, Evil Within 2 and Wolfenstein 2, did not impress with sales, however, ranking 13th and 14th respectively. Destiny 2 is now the best-selling game from the past 12 months. That's not too surprising, I think. Uh, your top 10 in order are Mill Earth Shadow of War, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, NBA 2K18, FIFA 18, WWE 2K18, Madden NFL 18, people really like sports, Destiny 2, and Forza Motorsport 7, which is good for Microsoft because that's like really their only big exclusive this holiday season. I, uh, GTA I- or GT. Uh, Gran Turismo did not make the top 10, we should also know, either. Also, it was like 11. Who cares? Well, that was Sony's big exclusive. Told you that game sucked. Who cares, dude? <laughs> yeah. They oh. shouldn't have bundled it with the VR. <clears throat> Ooh. But you're going to buy the VR. I was going to buy it, and then I realized the Black Friday. Let's Friday's... go buy the Oculus Rift. It's 349 I don't know. I don't have a Master Race PC like it's you got. It's on sale right now. Wow. With, it even comes with the little joysticks. Yep. A little motions. Uh, I think that the, the the Shadow of War was due to the, the good sales of the uh, Xbox One X. For sure. Uh, well, Xbox One X wasn't out yet until yeah. November. You're dumb. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's just, you know, it was a really hyped up game. And yeah. plus it came out early in the month. That helped it for sure. They have the whole month. I'm actually, I was really glad to see South Park on here in the, in the top five. I know. Sure. I wasn't, you know, I'm a huge South Park fan, so I can't, I don't feel like I have a good gauge as to what the rest of the normal society of people, like, like what they're, what they are, how, how, how much of the public is actually engaged in that series the way I am still. Uh, and therefore, how much that would translate over Dude, to Dude, it's still program. on TV, which means people still watch it. Yeah, well, what else is Comedy Central going to put on 10 p.m. on Wednesdays? He didn't mean it, Comedy Central. Please still send us the <laughs> That's like South Park or uh, The Simpsons on Sundays at 8 p.m. What else is Fox going to put on now? I don't know how the first Wolfenstein did, but I'm wondering what's going on in the Bethesda boardroom these days. They, they obviously I, are, I wonder if their internal research is saying to them, to themselves... <laughs> We got to start releasing review copies. Well, they did with this no. uh, limitedly. They released Limited. some. Yeah, they they did release some copies of Wolfenstein too early for a review. How'd that work? Uh, I mean, it came out well. Uh, there just wasn't a ton of them out there. Um, so, 
I think, I think the big thing to me, like we were talking about EA and on the other side, I do think Bethesda is a company first and foremost, that's about creativity and like doing things that they think are really cool. Like vision. Yes. They have vision and, and stuff. And they may be losing money. And they might be losing money. And this is where you have to find the balance where it's like we talked about this for it felt like a couple of weeks ago where it's like they need to pull out that date, you know, and it's clear why they should. Well, to me, it's like, um, yeah, do they wait till February where punching Nazis is no longer the thing on social media? It's like, <laughs> no, John, when is gotta, it ever? We got to capitalize on this punching Nazis thing. We gotta uh, beat these Call of Duties people. They're gonna have a lot of punching the Nazis. But Bethesda is consistently becoming my favorite studio. They're giving me yeah, you all. I mean, and it's not because I love Bethesda as a company. I just sure. It's like Prey is one of my favorite games of the year still, yeah. and that game tanked. It did. I mean, not even a million copies sold. God help us. Their last big hit was Doom. Really? Loved. I mean, the Siren Two did okay. It didn't do gangbusters. Sold about um, two or three million. Yeah, Prey. I think that's yeah, gangbusters for that studio. Prey did not do great. Um, Man, that's really undeserved too. Okay, so. Yeah, and then I'm trying to think. Twenty bucks on. Um, and now Wolfenstein. Fallout Four is really cheap right now. I mean, too. the only thing they have, like to me, the one thing they have that like will always bail them out is anything Todd Howard puts out, and that's just because of the name behind Todd Howard when he when. He can come up tomorrow and say Elder Scrolls 7, and everyone's going to go insane. <laughs> but the new Elder Scrolls, when that comes out, mm-hmm. and they don't release it for yeah. review, <laughs> it's going to take be a crazy. month to get a review out. I agree. Dude, I, I think the uh, Elder Scrolls Online is, is doing really good for them. I think that's where they are making their money. For well, hopefully real. so. Yeah. I think that's been their, their saving grace. Is like It started out shaky. But especially now with the Morrowind expansion and all that, yeah. they've they figured out how to make money on that thing. Yeah, they and it's get, got loyal fans. We we give them men their money. Their money, man. Beat it, man. I don't know, man. Uh, I hope they <laughs> really. Figured. He beat me straight up. <laughs> yeah, and in my club, I splash the pot whenever I want. <laughs> I, oh, that's God. not what he said. Yep, you misquoted that. I know all day long. Uh, why are we turning into Mario? Oh, it's kind of like I'm a Russian Mario. Right. I don't know. Vodka. But I'm, <laughs> what? My, my only that point was a is, V, right? Vodka. Okay, that was not an F. <laughs> With Wolfenstein being in like the 13th or 14th, whatever, yeah. on the list, doesn't necessarily make it a failure, particularly when Prey mm-hmm. was like number two or three on the MBT well, list when it came out. We, you might have heard it, listeners. Uh, there was some subtle gasp by my other two co- co-hosts as they realized that GTA 5 for the first time in I don't know how long was not in the, the top history 10. of this fine program. Yeah. And I think it's evident, you know, obviously this time of year, October and November are the busiest months and they're usually when the most, you know, units get moved. So therefore something like GTA, which usually pulls in, it's like, you know, 750,000 to a million copies per month doesn't hit the top 10 this time. So I think that's like what is it? It's more of a perception thing, right? Like if, if, if Wolfenstein two had come out in maybe February, one would have performed a little bit better because there was less traffic around it. And two, 
would it have appeared much higher on charts because there was less competition for it to go against? I don't know. I, I don't try to put too much stock into the month, the month thing. I like to see the overall yeah, life yeah. cycle of a game. Sure. I think November Wolfenstein was a game that was a black Friday sale. And so was like a grand theft auto. Mm. Those are going to boost those November numbers. So I'll, I'll see if people waited because they knew that was coming up <clears throat> and they probably were like, I want to play that game, but let's see if it goes on sale. That could yeah. be a thing. With the exception of Fallout and Sky- mm-hmm. and and Elder Scrolls, mm-hmm. I think Bethesda Studio the game releases need to start hitting in the spring and the summer. True, I, I think agree. That's, I think that's but where they're they not doing it for money. a reason. Which again, wonder what that is. I think it's it's more again, you know, Bethesda being a company that's publicly traded. I believe, uh, you know, they have stockholders, and I'm sure it's this thing of like, look, you need to show. We had a game yeah. in the in the spring quarter, and now we have a game in the fall quarter. So we have money here. You know, they had two games in the fall quarter. Three, really, because they have Switch that came out, or yeah, the Switch true. versions of Elder yeah. Scroll, and then you had the VR versions of Elder Scroll and uh, Doom coming next month. Doom's yeah. out now. Yeah, well, I mean the oh VR. Yeah, the VR version, and then yes, the Doom version of Switch. Uh, Maybe the Switch they will version make money of Doom this year. <laughs> they will. Dude, I'm, I'm just telling you, it. the online game is making money. I just called it the Doom version doing of Switch. Good. <laughs> but that's all right, man. That's good. Uh, Hakuna Matata. They're fine in a way. I just want a Prey sequel. It's not going to happen. I guess the fear is like Arcane is the one who takes the hit, right? I guess. Just like there's not going to be another Mass it's Effect like, for Chris. You're not getting a Prey, dude. You shut up. You shut your <laughs> mouth. You shut up. Old dude came back. Old Casey Southern or Casey Hudson. He's going to. Yeah, gonna, but you still. You know why I know you didn't like him? Because you didn't buy any of the pops. Shut up. I did buy Sarah one. Sarah Ryder was she's waiting on you right now still. <laughs> I think I did buy one actually. Uh it's not up there. Of course it's not, because Penny ate it. Probably you fed it to her. I actually almost bought an Overwatch pop today while I was at Which lunch. One? Uh the Diva one. That's a good one. Yeah. Did y'all do lunch today? No, I um he was it's off okay, doing man. his I was, thing. I was I had to do my thing. Yeah, too. like I Mike put some down the kick. Like about right before noon, but I was so busy, I so didn't see it until what, twenty minutes later. We 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 try to plan lunch a lot that we can, and and we didn't together. I went with my mom today for her birthday. Happy birthday, mom! You'll never hear. Sound like we would ever want to celebrate. Sound <laughs> like we're friends with her. What if I told you Mike did join us? <laughs> I, I would that's be why, okay. That's why he never responded back when I said, "Hey, sorry for missing your kid." What if I told you it was delicious Arby's? You son mm. of a bastard. <laughs> hey, you can say that word. What if I told you I also got a cookie with caramel Aww. and chocolate? With the salt? With the salt. Oh, salt caramel. There's probably like two-thirds of our audience would be like, Arby's. <laughs> I don't think it's two. I think that's anecdotal. No, that's probably always, true. I think <laughs> of like think, a, You think two-thirds of the people that listen to the show don't like Arby's? I need to put a poll up. <laughs> I just remember the back on uh, The Daily Show, like the last couple of years with Jon Stewart, when he would just rip Arby's about once a week on there. Dude, Arby's is so good. And they gave him that wonderful send-off. You see, I can't go to Arby's without Sean, because I never remember what the heck I ordered. <laughs> you want to go to Arby's after this show? Yeah, no, totally. Uh, no. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> Say it. Say it out loud, then. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he comes, John. Let's uh, let's, she said. let's wrap this up. Never. Email. Electronic mail. Email. You've got mail. 
I feel like I'm just not feeling the commitment to these uh, large, loud... I turned into a robot. Dude, it's Monday. You were so far away from... It's Monday after a holiday. Electronic That's why I'm, that's why I'm so cranky <laughs> and trolly. You're just an old that's man. That's why I'm attacking artists today and their visions. <clears throat> uh, we have an email from Lion's Den. Yeah, we do. It's spelled very interesting, and I was like, oh, okay, that's a cool way to spell that. Because he, I see what he did. I can't reveal what he did because <laughs> it kind of gives the indication of how I got the spelling and people might figure it out. And then I don't want to go like that. Uh, But he says, Hey guys. Hey man. Hey, (laughs) thank you. Hey, Uh, first time, long time here. (laughs) I just want to say you guys are awesome and I love the content you put out. Keep it up. After listening to last week's episode, it struck a chord with me because I'm a huge Warframe fan. Sean, you need to give it Warframe another chance. I'm, I've only been playing it for the past month, so I can't speak to how bad it used to be, but I've heard terrible things about it at the time of launch, but you all are really missing out on its amazing gameplay that it has to offer now. All I have to say is watch Gillup's 2017 epic review on it in YouTube because he was the same boat as you and everyone else, and he got me to try it, and I'm hooked. John, you're right on... You're right about microtransactions debate. I'd rather have these whales spend money so I don't have to. I'm not a huge fan of the amount of complaining going on and wanting to EA to fix it. it don't listen to me, this show. Yeah, right? <laughs> it reminds me eerily of too many other social issues going on in the world. Chris, I don't know if you've ever mentioned this before, but what kind of dog is Penny? For some reason, I imagine she's a yellow lab. Nope. Uh, so not a yellow lab. Acts and, like it, though. Hey, I will say this to give myself a plug. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Okay, okay, uh, okay. And you keep doing that weird southern orc sling blade accent. <laughs> it's working for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry about good. the long email. Looking forward to some more great content. Happy Thanksgiving and Game On. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I hope it was good and Game On. I think there was a picture of Penny on our Twitter, so make sure you go check that out. Yeah, she is a mix basically between a terrier, I'm going to guess maybe part pit, and I think the other thing I've deduced is probably uh, something like a beagle, maybe even a lab, I don't know. But she's cute, and her her fur is really soft. She's sweet. Everyone said, like, she comes in, and she's just so happy to see John today. She's trouble. She's trouble, though. She's so bad. She is. Oh, man. Now she does this thing. She comes in. I'll just be sitting here. And if I stare in her eyes, she just starts whining. She just looks at me and starts whining. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, you know, the stuff. We got to do stuff. Plus, she's madly in love with my dog. She is, man. And she's the dominant one. <laughs> uh, next up, Michael from Gainesville, Georgia says, hey, guys. Hey, or, Michael. I'm sorry. What's up, Michael? He says, hi, guys. Hi. Get right. hi. Shout out to Gainesville. Love the podcast. Find myself listening every week, although it was painful to hear about certain someone getting rid of their Nintendo Switch. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, indeed. Let's, tr- but it went to the power of 60 billion teraflops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it did. Uh, but let's try to forget about our friend's sins and move on. <laughs> there are futurists who strongly believe that most services and entertainment will be shifting to the subscription-based platform and or business model over the coming years, meaning essentially we will be renting everything. 
That being said, can you envision a future where Microsoft or Sony purposely price their flagship consoles, let's call them Xbox Z and PlayStation 6, so high that most people will choose to subscribe to a monthly console rental like a fancy cable box instead of buying them outright? And in addition, do you think physical game copies will be passed over in lieu of the option to subscribe monthly to a service that gives you access to a vertible buffet of all games on the system as they come out? And the all games include subscription would likely be relatively cheap because you um, because of additional pay to win tactics game studios can employ. I personally can't envision this happening. What are your thoughts? Best regards, Michael from Gainesville, Georgia. We were we were once um, I think before we started doing a podcast we were dis- there, there was in discussions in the games community about Still what is. these consoles would be mm-hmm. um, that the Xbox One for example would be so high that you would do this subscription based service kind of like a yeah we talked kind of like how that. they used to be cell phones where yeah. you would yeah, incorporate they, the payment into a monthly they experimented with the uh, Xbox 360 towards the end of its life cycle that idea where you did could, they really yes where you could pay um, a very small fee up front. And then it was basically, you just had to guarantee you were going to buy gold for two years or something like that. Uh, and then the console was yours, you know? Uh, I, I think this, I agree that I think the rental thing is definitely going to pick up, you know, we've seen Microsoft put out their thing and I'm going to guess that's only going to grow. And I wouldn't be surprised if someday that is the way, it becomes like that is a very real possibility someday. Um, especially if Sony were to get on board, then it would really, really be a big possibility. Or if these individual publishers like EA and Ubisoft want to make their own things, uh, for people to subscribe to their services. The bigger thing to wonder is what's going to happen with consoles. Cause we do see on one hand, you have Microsoft and Sony really pushing these really beefy consoles, right? Beefy. And and you think like there's this there's this juxtaposition Whoa. Of the hardcore gamer who wants the best looking thing, the most you know, advanced thing that they can buy for an affordable price. And then the other side, which is the normal public, which just wants to play games and doesn't need to get it on day one. And really if you told them, hey, instead of buying this five hundred dollar box, you just have to pay for the service on your TV and have things streamed to your TV. Like, you know, and they would be fine with that. I think they just, you just got to go out and buy yourself a controller. That's all you got to do. That's it. Well, I and would, they would do it. I can see not even having to stream it. You can download a title. Sure. And when you're done with it, you can undownload it. <laughs> but let's say, I don't like, let's this say you get a talking about, it I, could happen. It's a, I don't like I don't, it either like because it it's a very, like, like he yeah. said, it's taken ownership away from people. Yeah. yeah. You take ownership away from people. You become, and that's the same stuff. We, when we talked about it months ago, that's exactly what we, I, we, well, we did not like. Look yeah. at though. Look I at like, uh, look at music, look at movies. It's basically what they're doing now. All right, I mean, well, I'm going to tell you a little story. This is why I'll never like this. Okay. Your boy, he DJs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in a, case we did. It's know. a fun fact, I mean, and the way I was doing, uh, I had subscribed to a DJ service that was a streaming DJ service. Yeah, I remember this, which meant that I could, if I was at a gig and I had Wi-Fi, I could stream a song or songs that I wanted to play. Sure. Or this particular service, I could download the songs only for offline use. They weren't mine. I couldn't burn them to a CD. I couldn't put them on a USB stick. I couldn't do any of that. Okay. And life was great when that happened. 
But what I didn't do was I didn't pay for a download. It wasn't my song from iTunes or Amazon mm-hmm. Music or whatever. And then one day abruptly, the company decided we're we no done. longer want to exist. We're out. And they decided to do that in this case on a Friday. And for DJs, that's like, are you serious? Fridays, you know, the weekend party. Mm-hmm. So that's a recent example of stamping my belief in. I always want to own what I have. I want sure. it to be mine. Well, yeah. Even though it may be clouded and do you really own it? Yeah. I paid 99 cent iTunes and it's on my computer and I can put it on whatever I want to and put it in a car on a stick, you know, on my phone, I can do whatever I want to. So now here's the kicker though. I, I think like a lot of people like us, we think like that. Yeah. But even now, like I think my buddy Mikey, who used to be the guy of like, I want to get the CD. Cause I just yeah. want, I want to make sure I own it and I have it here and I have a physical copy. I can look at the art books that are in it and all that kind of stuff. But now he even subscribes to Apple music. And I think of like how many people now, like today don't buy records or CDs or anything. They just, they, they are, they're subscribed to either Apple music or Amazon music or Spotify. Take your pick. There's so many services and that is literally how they get their media. Like they don't, they they're downloading people's custom playlists. They're downloading albums off of there as they come out the day they come out, whatever. Um, and that's how they run their lives. And you wonder as much as we are enthusiasts of that, and mm-hmm. we might want that pure version that if society wants this, is that what this will eventually become? Yeah. And that's been the fear no. <laughs> that most gaming enthusiasts have is 100%. that it's going to out. If society wants it, yeah. they're going to dictate it to happen. It's going to happen. I hope that Agreed. It, hope that it does it. I love my Xbox and my PlayStation and my Switch. I love holding the games. Yeah. I love how they're different. Yeah, and it's like you can't the a version of even though a game exists on multiple platforms, let's say mm-hmm. PlayStation, and we think of this. I say Amazon. Let's say Amazon goes under, which I know yeah. it's End like of the world if that happens, you know, billions, but <laughs> trillions. How about this? Uh, Barnes and Noble? I have a Nook. It's the it's their digital sure. reader. So I own digital content on that platform. What happens if Barnes and Noble goes under? Amazon buys their content. <laughs> well, see, what's funny though is unless they don't. What's yeah. funny yeah. about that is I believe the Nook saved Barnes and Noble. I think so too, but it's definitely it's just for the short term. Yeah. yeah, they have so many issues. Like I hate when you go in there and it's uh you you look at a price online and then you go into the store and you're like, well, we're actually independent from our online stuff. So that like, price what? that's really nice online can't offer that to you here in the store unless you too. pay for a membership and you're just like well this is the exact reason why your competitor is winning but just like i love the yeah. smell of a book i love the smell of like a new video game i love the smell of oh we can't talk about that oh <laughs> yeah i'm interested to see where this goes uh, but even when even ownership in a physical form mm-hmm. is not is not infinite i mean no you can have a car i can have a cartridge or you, on, you can on have a Super a, NES, but that Super NES can crack can crap out. Yeah, or, even if and you own a movie. Over time, it's just a matter of how long you have ownership. Exactly. <clears throat> even a movie, it's yours, but it explicitly tells you, do not reproduce this. Correct. This is yours for your viewing, but it, you better not <clears throat> pirate it and do all the other stuff. You so. better get the express permission of the NFL. The written. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like. Movies are doing it now. You like, if you think about it, Netflix is pretty much getting rid of most of its contracts as far as TV shows are concerned. And they're just doing it. Themselves. Um, and then like, you know, with movies, they're adding more. The movies, of course, they still rotating classics, but they have, I mean, like they have a potential Oscar nominated film, uh, from Adam Sandler's movie that just came out like 
I can't believe I just said that. I, I, you did. But that's the uh, truth. Uh, what movie? Uh, the the what you call it stories, the Libowitz or whatever they're called stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which I yeah. think are doing pretty well. Yes, it, the movie got very high marks. Um, but, but, but I think... You know, and then all their TV shows that have come out, like they pretty much, if you look at it now, every Friday, Netflix releases either a new movie a new TV show or a new comedy special or, or documentary or documentary or dogs. anime or just take your, you know, child animation. There are so many things they're releasing that you as a consumer, you could actually theoretically just own a Netflix membership and you would have plenty of entertainment to keep you. Through. And that's, that's the upside to the argument of let's yeah. say PlayStation gets to 90 million people using their service. Sure. That means that, in theory, more people could get more content that they want. Exactly. Instead of saying this this title didn't make so much money, mm-hmm. I might not watch Stranger Things, but my seven ninety nine a month paid well nine ninety nine a month paid for somebody else to watch Stranger Things, and they can see what people are playing versus not. So if they need to make adjustments, they will. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. We'll see. You bring up Stranger Things. They they have a physical <clears throat> form of Stranger Things, which is amazing how they boxed it. It looks like a VHS tape. No kidding. Yeah, the first season of mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Did they have VHS then? Yeah. In 83? Yeah. I'm not sure. Fact it check it then. Coming. Fact check it then, bro. Okay. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Love our new word. Uh, Simon wrote in again. He wrote in a couple of weeks ago about uh, Shadow, our Shadow of War episode. And he says this time, uh, in follow-up, he said, yeah, sorry, I forgot to... N- Forgot my name. It's Simon. Um, Simon. And I had another question for you guys. What are your top five action RPGs? Mine are Witcher 3, Skyrim, Dragon's Dogma, Shadow of Mordor, and Zelda Breath of the Wild. I don't know that I could come up with five right now, but I will say that he brought up uh, Dragon's Dogma. I freaking love that game. That's an okay game. Dude, love that game. And of course, Zelda. Um, Mass Effect 2. Boo. Witcher 3. Boo. Uh, <laughs> Skyrim for sure is up there. Skyrim VR is where it's at. Let's do it, Chris. Push the button. <laughs> you, but you, you have to get the GT version. We've already determined no. that one sucked. We're getting the, uh, Skyrim. I can't find that one anymore. It's all sold out. You missed the window. Good job. I dropped the ball. Yeah. You're stupid. Do you got any action <laughs> RPGs that you just love, John? Um, trying to think of some others. Nothing worth bragging about. I, I wasn't talking about your Richard. I was talking about the games you like. <laughs> Um, See, I never know what action RPGs really are. So there are RPGs be a lot of different things that have action. <laughs> See, like even here, he takes a little bit of a loose interpretation. Far Cry Primal, Dying Light, you know, no. all. See, see, see. That's but everybody see? knows it's See, not an like RPG. he puts a. What's not an action RPG? Dying Light. How is that not an action RPG? Uh, see, any of the uh, any of the. Uh, <laughs> Dragon's a- Dragon Age games are great. They're uh, terrible. I would say even here on he- he's got Shadow of Mordor. That's not an action RPG to me. That's just an action game to me. <laughs> he had Bob G. <laughs> you Simon. I'm that's saying. why I didn't want to say anything. Just saying. I'm sorry. The the High Council of what's his an RPG is in session. I need to make a meme of you head bobbing. <laughs> you level <laughs> up. You D. <laughs> uh, Sean, what mentions did we get on Twitter? Uh, well, we'll start off with the uh, at Carl Hayes twenty one. He said, at Weekly Game Chat, is uh, is new AC, he's talking about, of course, Assassin's Creed, worth it? 
for 41 bucks. Oh, God. Uh, he has money in his Xbox account, and he needs a single-player game. So God, do it. Please. God, do it. That's legit for 41 I'm yes. trying to decide tonight if I play Assassin's Creed Origins or watch the second episode of Mindhunter, which grabbed me I knew it immediately. would. I knew. I was like, this is a John so show. I finished you. it. So thank you to Chris Lockard. I, I finished uh, Mindhunter. and That's so good. Awesome. I loved it. I... Uh, we and haven't a, even gotten to the really good part yet. <laughs> we have a listener at Perchick to Kerchak. He <laughs> That's said, perfect. He said, uh, at Weekly Game Chat, so happened, dot, dot, dot. And I'm going to show you guys the picture. It says, Booyah. And as you can see, he found himself or Ooh. bought himself or acquired however he did it. Oh, good stuff, man. A mini good get. super. Let's see that picture again. I wonder where he got it. <clears throat> oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, Chris? never mind. Right. Had Did you think you knew the guy? For a second there, I was wondering. if he, he looks a little bit like one of my friends, but that's not him. That'd be so funny if you knew one of the guys. Uh, we had a lot of people that, that, that weren't mad at us, at us for taking the week of Thanksgiving off. I, we had one on Facebook. We got a private message that said, like, where's my episode? And he was just like, I'm just kidding. We had a couple new <laughs> But fo- seriously, where is it? <laughs> we had a couple new follows. Uh, this one was very uh, pretty new. At Photo Perry. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the follow. Uh, let's see. And I'm bringing the show to a grinding halt. Uh, Jaden or JJ Master 1822. I thought you were about to say Jay Redman or Jaden Redman. <laughs> thanks for the follow. And I think we had some older stuff before Thanksgiving. I'll try to round it up and maybe the next time we do it. Thank but you. again, you can always at mention us or follow us on Twitter at the what, Chris? Weekly Games Chat. And you, of course, can guess on Facebook, also at Weekly Games Chat. If you want to write in emails like Simon and Michael and, um, trying to remember the other one i'm so dropping the ball right now i'm sorry uh but just go keep going keep yeah going. just keep going never have those people <laughs> yeah those other people that wrote in <laughs> uh you can write them at weekly games chat at gmail.com that's weekly games chat at gmail.com ladies and gentlemen this has been episode 130 we made it a long one with you with a lot of arguing because we wanted to apologize for taking last week off to enjoy debating. turkeys debating. debating yes some say debating some say arguing some say it's just really the I've same never, thing what is arguing arguing <laughs> it's I, when you argue <laughs> I, I i think i speak for all the guys we hope you had a great thanksgiving if you celebrate it people across in england or wherever they're like they can suck it what is what is <laughs> it's <Thanksgiving>? thursday <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're like yeah cowboys you suck <laughs> and then yeah they lost remember? <laughs> why are you what are you doing that for i don't know you're trolling my, cowboy fans because they don't have their I, running back i will always troll cowboy fans oh i have God. of all that's sports america's things, team chris no that's the washington redskins <laughs> <laughs> I can is believe it? that as long. No, it's, no, it's not. not. <laughs> Dallas has always been dubbed America's team or whatever. Why is that? Jer- I don't know. It's a good question. Because Jerry freaking Jones. That's, that's America's team. I watched his. Uh, they had a story on him about him and Jimmy Johnson. How when they first were, were back at the, is he the University guy that makes of sandwiches? Arkansas. No, that's Johnsonville, and those are brats. Yeah, brats. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Are um, you Jimmy Johns? Yeah, sandwiches. I got you. I'm Once again, up. this is episode 130 of Weekly Games Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you want to use. If they got a rating system, drop us a rating or a review. Helps people find the show, especially if you put it like at, you know, five out of five stars or, you know, three out of three stars, whatever. The rating is 10 out of 10. Thumbs up. I don't care. But, you know, just rate it on there. Uh, until next time. I will simply look at Sean and say, game on. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on. Let's go argue slash debate uh, over some food. Okay. 
Yes. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life.